This is the Vancouver Giants pregame show. Turnover and now a pass forward on side. Lysel scores! A post at one end and a goal at the other. Zach Ostopchuk sends the Giants home winners. Taking you up to puck drop on Vancouver's home of hockey. Sportsnet 650. Are we ready? Look alive, friends. Welcome to the Langley Event Center. This is White's by Vancouver Giants pregame show. It is electric here at the LEC tonight. Why? It is game six between the Vancouver Giants and Everett Silvertips. Giants could wrap this up tonight. G-Men lead the series three games to two. History could be made. Since this playoff format began, no eight seed has eliminated a one seed. Could this be the history-making game? Could this be the history-making series? We shall see. I am Caroline Frolic, alongside Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. We've got Justin Morissette holding it down in the Sportsnet 650 studios. Gentlemen, I can barely catch my breath. This game is huge. Now, we've been saying this for the last month, big game for the Giants, but tonight, really? Yeah, this is uh, this is what you this is what keeps you up at night. Uh, this is this is the kind of morning where uh, I was just saying to you guys a few mm-hmm. moments ago the the alarm went for me this morning, and you know few few times I'm I'm pretty guilty, guys, of hitting the snooze button once, <laughs> twice, three times. Um, today was not that day. Today was one of those days where you almost can't wait to get the day started. Um, You're like a kid on Christmas. Pretty much, uh, and, and I mean it's. Uh, it's nice to have the emotion of a game six. Um, you know, during the playoff run in 2019, Bill, there were a lot of days at the rink like this, where you, you get to the rink early in the day and you're checking your watch and you're counting the minutes to, uh, to when the puck is going to drop. And today has certainly been that kind of day. Uh, an 11-6 win for the Giants in this building on Friday to even the series. A 3-0 win in Everett on Saturday has brought the Giants to a point, Bill, where they can win this series and punch their ticket to round two to face the Kamloops Blazers. But, of course, we know the fourth game of a series is always the most difficult to win. And this is an Everett Silvertips team that finished first in the West, 100 points during the regular season. They are not going to go quietly into the night. And you know that they are going to bring their very best tonight as the Giants get set to face them for the final time at home this series. I appreciate your excitement, but I'm sure hoping this team isn't that excited. I hope they're more you know, focused on what the process is and let the result uh, take care of itself. But, Dan, it it is very interesting what's happened. Uh, You go back to that game um, in, in Everett on Saturday night. I thought it was a wonderful start for Vancouver. Uh, and we haven't seen those kind of starts in that building very often. They outshot Everett. There was a .72 early. And, you know, I, I, the guy who was most happy with that much work early was, uh, you know, Braden Holt, their goaltender, because the game before he got pulled here. So he wants to get in, get making some saves. He does it. Adam Hall opens the score. He won nothing. And, uh, you know, his six of the series, is his. he had 17 goals in, in the regular season, and you know, I, I don't know about you, but I said many times that I thought he had a good season, but I thought there was a whole lot more there. He kept he kept me wanting more from Adam Hall. And, man, has he delivered six goals so far. Period two, Everett comes out absolutely bombing the net as much as they possibly can. Veikman has to make 
Caroline, he's got to make nine saves in the first two minutes of that period. And I remember Dan saying very accurately, and this is the intensity of the playoffs, he said that might be the most impressive sequence of saves in his Western Hockey League career. And, and, and that's true. Uh, shots at one point were 13-4 for Everett. Vancouver's hanging on in that one nothing lead. And the Everett Silvertips got scoring chances in tight. That was one thing I kind of felt okay about. They weren't getting the great shots from any distance. They were around the paint area. And uh, they did get 24 shots on goal period too, but it was still one nothing Vancouver. But there was a, a key injury. Uh, Ryan Hofer had a cut in the face. He left a game. And Nico Hooten and one of their top players, this is two of their top number one line. He was uh, uh, taken off the ice as well. Uh, and then the intensity, guys, of the playoffs. Dan's already talked about the most impressive sequence of saves. You would never say that in the middle of the season. But you do come playoff time. Everett had a power play, Caroline. There was a minute and 12 to start the period. Vancouver's got one nothing lead. They've got a kill off a minute and 12. And I said, this is the most important penalty kill of the season. Uh, I said it would probably be the most, most important period of the series. That's how things are magnified in playoff time. Vancouver scores 2-0, Lysel. Uh, Vancouver makes it 3-0, an empty net power play by Horning. And uh, you started to notice something, and I'll end with this. Uh, the Everett injuries, okay, you take Berzowski out, and he's out for the series, but the two guys that left the game, Hootenin and Hofer from their top line, you could see the lack of artillery. When Horning scored that goal with a couple minutes left in the period, they had only had, Dan, eight shots on goal, the Everett Silver Tips. That's not like 24 firing at the end of the hockey game to try to get back into it. They're weakened. And that weakened forward attack, uh, one injury I don't pay much attention to, two key guys, okay, when you get three key guys out of the lineup like tonight, now it has a serious effect. And I don't think that the bottom six for Everett is actually matching the bottom six for Vancouver. In fact, their goals are equal, those bottom six guys. This is fascinating. But, Dan, like you say, game four of a series is very, very hard to, to win. Uh, they're going to have to play their best hockey, Vancouver Giants. But I think... The momentum is on their side. Jesper Weichmann. I'm coming off an injury. We saw him just a few weeks back limping around the building. And here he is making WHL history. What, what was the stat, Dan, since 2004? No goaltender in the WHL playoffs has registered uh, A, a shutout of 50 or more saves. The, the, the previous mean, highest, 45. Yeah, that is that is unbelievable certainly he got some help from the guys in front of him but that performance was just outstanding and if he if he continues this way i would be afraid to face these vancouver giants moving forward well okay you know i've said many times and to your point both your points guys i've said that goaltenders really make their reputation in the playoffs mm -hmm. now vikeman had two games in prince george where he lost a shutout bid in the last 30 seconds. Both games. Pretty impressive, right? Mm -hmm. You go up on the road and you come that close to shutting the team out. That pales in his resume 
compared to what he did in this one playoff game. If goalies make their reputation in the playoffs, Vikman took a big step in what he did the other night. 50, there's gotta be 50 a, for 50. There's got to be a lot of guys in suits in the Vegas Golden Knights head office just salivating after that performance. It, it, puts, it puts him on the, the radar even more positively yeah. than, than he already is. And, and, and guys, just to tie a bow around Jesper Vikman, keep in mind, he was injured May 4, or March 4th, sorry, missed 18 games. Uh, and, and Jordan McKenzie later on tonight, Caroline, might be able to add a little more to this. Mm-hmm. What did Jesper Weichmann do during the month and a half, let's call it, or the two months when he was down with injury? He put on 10 pounds of muscle. <laughs> I mean, that, that is the kind of athlete, that is the kind of goaltender, that is the, the kind of seriousness he, he is taking this whole thing. You um, know, his flexibility around the crease didn't look normal. Uh, uh, Greg Ballack told us on the post-game show the other night, he says, I, I just don't... Hey, they won 11-6 here. He gave up six goals, okay? And not to knock Weichmann, but he said that they were getting pucks in around this feet area where he had to go up and down, he had to move. Hey, flashing the leather, no problem. That, your, your groin or whatever your injury is, lower body injury, no big deal in make, making these kind of saves. But when they're at your feet, uh, he was totally in control I thought of pucks around the paint area, and I think that Everett may have to have a bit of a different strategy because he's okay in that. Now, there's still a problem with Vancouver defense in that regard. If they throw pucks around the paint of Vikman, Vancouver defense haven't done a, haven't done a really good job of boxing out and letting him clearly see it. He has to fight for that himself sometimes. So that's a bit of a concern. But I do see an Everett team that's coming in here tonight saying, you know what? We scored six goals in this building. We scored six goals in this building. We scored seven. They're coming in here saying, hey, we can win in here. We can score in here. Vikman's going to shut the door, and the rest of the team has to do that as well. Zacho Stopchuk earlier today, guys, WHL Player of the Week. Now, this could have gone a number of different ways. Uh, Fabian Lysel was in that mix. Alex Cotton in that mix. Uh, Taylor Goche did some wonderful work for the Portland Winterhawks. You could argue that Jesper Weichmann, a deserving candidate for goalie of the week based on what he was able to do in game five alone. But, I mean, Bill, just a, a thought from you and, and just sort of an observation about, you know, that line as a whole and, and specifically Zach Ostomchuk. Um And I do want to mention this as well. In that third period, with the score one nothing, you publicly did state that, oh, this game is just begging for a Fabian Lysel 2-0 goal. It's exactly what materialized. But um, Zach Ostopchuk, the leadership that he continues to demonstrate in this series is really becoming a storyline. Well, his game has now evolved to uh, a point where his physicality, his size, uh, his ability to cover ice, where with Zach Ostopchuk now... The scoring of a line is getting closer to the net. It's not... Last year, when he had that great 24-game schedule, uh, he learned how to pull away from guys. He learned how to separate and get a shot. Well, the the sum of Lysel, Ostopchik, and Hall, the sum of them, the the three guys together, is greater than any individual part. And Ostopchuk makes a big part of that. Lysel's got 11 points. Ostopchuk's got 11. Hall's got 9. They got 31 points. I must say 
that against Everett's top line, who's got 26 points. He's been uh, so important because of, as, well, like I said, his play is allowing pucks to get a little closer to the net so that guys like, by the way, Lysel has got seven assists. I want to say this right now, four of them have been primary assists on Adam Hall's goal. And he's got another three assists. And, uh, you know, for Boston Bruins, those primary assists are what mean more because they're transferable, they're translatable to the next level of hockey. But that line has been huge. And, you know, I said this upstairs, I don't know if I've said this here, this Everett Silver team has been really, really riding their top two lines over the season. And one-third of that line now, you know, half of it's gone as far as the game is concerned. And so you look at the secondary scoring, and this has to be mentioned, guys. Lankow, two goals. Lipinski, one. Bocek, one. Semenik, one. Five goals. You look at the forwards for Everett in the same category, those bottom six. Ng, two goals. Campbell, one goal. Goot, one goal. Swetlikov, one goal. Five goals. It's a push. But, and Goot's not even in the and lineup. And he's not even in the lineup today. Uh, and then if I can, I think Cotton is just outpointing uh, Zellweger, and that's a big thing. You know, Cotton's got 11 points. Zellweger, the Anaheim number second round draft, or was he a first round pick? He's, he was a second round pick. He's got seven points. So, uh, you know, it's look at the, looking at stats, I can see why this series is that close. Before we get to the coach, um, if the Everett Silvertips force a game seven bill, it will be because of what? Well, it, that they've exposed the coverage in the Vancouver zone, that they have got uh, opportunities for better scoring chances. I don't think the saves are going to make... I I would be willing to bet you if they fired 30 shots at Vikeman and they were all not real great scoring chances, he's going to make 29 saves. Um, I, I am always concerned about a Vancouver group back in the defense side of the puck that gets mesmerized by the puck, that doesn't move to cover guys, that allows a couple scoring chances. That's my biggest concern. The Vancouver Giants will win game six tonight at home if what? If they play with the pace. If they, if It's important, again, to put a lot of doubt in Everett's, in Everett's uh, uh, team. Uh, I think the first ten minutes of this hockey game if Vancouver gets a couple scoring chances, gets a big save from Vikeman, gets something that they can build off where the fans get into this thing real quick, it's, it's going to be important. The other night in Everett, they never got, six and a half thousand people never got off their hands. They didn't, didn't applaud a goal. This is a, 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 for the first time this year, that ice surface there belongs to the Vancouver Giants is what I feel. Who have scored the first goal in each of the past two games in the series and as such they have won the last two games in the series let's hear from the head coach of the vancouver giants michael dick sharing some of his pregame thoughts from earlier today ah okay well while okay. we while we wait for the coach um I'll, I'll just sort of tee it up and, and paraphrase it a little bit guys what one of the chevrolet keys to the game tonight i think for me um We've talked so much in this series, guys, about how the Giants is the number eight seed, sort of playing more relaxed, playing with a bit of found money. Nobody with a, a huge expectation on the, on the Giants being able to win this series. Um, 
Now all of a sudden when you're up 3-2 in a series, Bill, that pressure, uh, I don't care, you can lie your face off. You're going to be feeling that pressure a little bit extra if you're the Vancouver Giants. And I spoke to Michael Dick about that very fact. Here it is. Coach, can you please just start by speaking to the opportunity uh, and just speak to the, the opportunity stemming from the Game 5 victory, a 3-0 road win, your second of the series to put yourself to this point? Well, that was a big win. Obviously, uh, we got a lot of help from our goaltender that night. He, he gave us that opportunity to win that hockey game. But uh, an efficient game by us, uh, timely scoring. Um, so, you know, it, it certainly... Uh, was a big, big win and gives us an opportunity to, to, to win the series on home ice. Can you just speak to the three 20-year-olds in the series so far? Um, the contributions offensively speak for themselves from, from Cotton and from Hall, and then Connor Horning gets his first of the series and, and has just been doing a lot of good things for you on the back end. Uh, the three 20-year-olds playing like they want their season to continue for as long as possible. Yeah, they've, they've really stepped up particularly Halsey you know his game one hat trick was obviously huge and then I thought he he was a driver for us in game five Alex Cotton here in game four uh, with some big plays and I, I thought Connor Horning played really well in game five blocked a lot of shots and did a lot of little things well the whole team blocking shots I know that was a point you made after game five just seeing the sacrifice seeing everybody sort of buying into that just how encouraging is it for you and Keith to sort of see that collective buy-in from all throughout the lineup well I mean it, it, it's evident that, that there's a commitment to to winning I mean if if guys are doing that they're not obviously not doing it for themselves so real team first uh, mentality and and, uh, you know, when, when we got hemmed in and we were on our heels, uh, you know, we had to rely on Jesper and, and, and they, they sort of picked it up for each other and, and got in lanes and, and it certainly helped us preserve the win. I think it takes a special kind of goalie to go into a place like Everett and get that kind of win. Um, but Jesper, time and time again this season, seems to thrive. The more pucks that are sort of fired his way, can you just sort of speak to what a game like that can maybe do for, for him physically and mentally? Well, I, I know for him, um, physically, mentally, he's he's a hockey player. So never never ever been concerned about his his uh, mental toughness, you know, or, or, or physical durability. Um, but I can tell you what it does for a hockey club. It sure gives him a lot of confidence, and I think that's that that was evident in Game Five. You know that he he made a couple of really big saves early, and uh, you know and that just gives everybody a lot of confidence that. Uh, that we can go out and play the game, and if, if there is a you know breakdown somewhere, that, that he'll come up big for us. Zach Ostomchuk named Player of the Week in the WHL. It could have been Zach. It could have been Fabian. It could have been Cotton. It could have been Hall. It could have been a lot of Vancouver Giants, but just a thought about Zach in particular getting the, the, the recognition. Well, I, I think you know it's, it's nice to see him get recognition. He's sometimes a guy that doesn't get a lot of recognition, I guess, at the league level. He certainly does on our team, but but not at the league level, so well-deserved. Coach, when you look at Game 6 now, with your team leading the Series 3-2, can you walk me through the fine line of maintaining that... I, I guess main, maintaining that just an enthusiasm for being, you know, the, the, the pressure still being on their side and, and not having anything shift for you psychologically now that you are one game away from clinching. Well, I, I think we just got to play. I, you know, 
That, that's that's probably the biggest thing that we're going to have to focus on is not winning. Uh, our focus is going to be on the process. I think that's why we're we're where we're at is, is we haven't uh, we haven't been focused on that. And maybe in, you know there were times in Game Five where we we were on our heels. We were starting to look at the scoreboard and, and uh, we just got to play. That's a key. And then on that cheery note, Game Six against Everett, a team clinging for their playoff lives. What are the keys to the Vancouver Giants' success? No, I, I just all along. I mean, we we've been physical, play on our toes, uh, you know, funnel pucks to the net, and, and maintain discipline. So there you have it, head coach Michael Dick with our very own Dan O'Connor. Big game, but uh, Coach Dick always sounds calm, cool, collected, mellow. I guess that's the key here, but uh, we're not calm. We're not collected because it is game six. The Giants are on the verge of making history, knock on wood. At no point in the WHL playoffs since this new format has been introduced, an eight seed has eliminated a one seed. Can that happen tonight? We shall see. We are about T minus five minutes away from puck drop. This is White Spot, Vancouver Giants hockey on your home of the Giants, Sportsnet 650. This is Vancouver Giants Hockey. Now pass for Lysel, who's by the D. Fabian Lysel scores! It's time to drop the puck on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. He's going to avoid a check. Shepard, side of the net, tried to slide it into Stockjack, scores! Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Monday night, early May, game six at the Langley Event Center. And a roar from the crowd as they announce the starting goaltender for the Vancouver Giants, Jesper Weichmann. Welcome to the LEC. Welcome to the first elimination game of this first round best of seven series. It's the Vancouver Giants and the Everett Silvertips on a Monday night here in game six. My name is Dan O'Connor, riding shotgun is Bill Wilms, Caroline Frolic here as well, Justin Morissette doing the heavy lifting from Vancouver. We appreciate you joining us and welcome to the biggest show in town. The Giants, the Silver Tips, game six, a win for the Giants and they are off to round number two. The Everett Silvertips trying to keep their season alive, trying to force a game seven Wednesday night back in Everett. The Giants lined up on the blue lines in their home white uniforms. The Everett Silvertips, their road greens. Down to ice level we go for the Star Spangled Banner and O Canada.
making Monday evening at the LEC. We are about to find out. Vancouver Giants, Everett Silvertips, game six is now on Sportsnet 650 and CHL TV. The referees tonight, Mike Campbell, Brett Iverson, Nick Albanati, and Ron Dieterell manning the lines. Tom Getze is the video goal judge. As a Monday crowd, looking to spearhead this Giants team to round number two. The top-seeded Silvertips, the eighth-seeded Giants. Game six, and the Giants with a 3-2 series lead. Braden Holt is the starting goaltender forever, and he has started the last four games of the series. He's 2-1 with a 3-5-3 goals against average, an 8-9-1 save percentage. At the other end for the Giants, it is Jesper Weichmann. He's started four games of the series as well for Vancouver, three and one. With a shutout, a 3.85 goals against and an 8.87 save percentage. The starting goaltender for the Giants, Jesper Weichmann, presented by Mutual Fire Insurance. Protecting the net just like Weichmann, Mutual Fire Insurance has you covered. And the Giants going left to right on your radio dial and webcast screen here. And the officials getting the one last conversation with the Everett bench. And the Giants bench, they'll huddle at center. Will the officials and Ryan Hofer and Ty Thorpe, a couple Manitobans going to meet in the middle of the ice for the opening period faceoff for tonight's game. Game six underway. Alex Cotton, rink wide, Damian Palmieri trying to chip it forward. Cleared to the line, not out. Held in by Hofer. Grabbed now by the Giants and now played up the right wing. Chipped into the Everett zone and holds out of his net, plays it to his right. Anderson avoids a check, plays it up the boards to the right wing and now up the right wing, Austin Roost. Crossing in, wide down the outside, Evan Toth. Pressures him to the corner. Braden, or rather that's Ryan Hofer at the line. Back to the shot and a kick save made by Weichmann. Hofer behind the net, trying to free that puck along the left wing. Lees going to come away with it dangerously in front of the net. Alex Cotton, though, skates it out of harm's way. And the Giants clear, but Thorpe gives it right back. But is this too many men on the ice for Everett? It is. So that was either a very clever play by Ty Thorpe or... A very inopportune play for the Everett Silvertips. 48 seconds into game six. This Giants power play bill goes to work. It is 11 for 29. Yeah, and those 11 goals that they scored on a power play, who would have ever thought at this point they'd have more power play goals than any team in the Western Hockey League? Go Stopchuk with two, Hall with three, and six other players with a power play goal each. To the right of Braden Holt. Early power play for Vancouver. Ostopchuk, Lysel, Hall, Cotton, Horning. Face-off win, Cotton, left side. Cotton holds, back to Horning, back to Cotton, now to the right, Lysel. Faked 
Now behind the goal, rimmed around to the left wing. Cotton intercepts. Cotton feathers it across. Lysel bouncing puck, kept it in. Now it's cleared by Everett to center. Cotton at the line, plays to the right. Lysel trying to feather a pass forward. Oh, stop, Chuck. Backdoor play, score! Connor Horning, one minute. 15 seconds into game six. The power play has its 12th of the series. one nothing for the good guys. Yeah, this is just tremendous puck movement. And we know that on the entry, this Vancouver team is playing with an awful lot of confidence. But the key here is Horning. This is Lysel. He's going to make the short pass. And at the far side of your screen, Connor Hornick, that's the guy they lose track of. The Everett Silvertips can't find him. They don't know that he's coming way left side of your screen. There he is. He's got nothing but net. And you just lose track of a defenseman like that, you're going to pay that price. Such an important part of the hockey game. A power play goal. Vancouver with a 1-0 lead. And the Giants with that 1-0 advantage. And an early lead in game six. And now it's Everett with the puck back in to the giant zone. An inopportune too many men on the ice call for Everett early. And the Giants now with a 1-0 lead. And now along the right wing back in the giant zone, Everett controls. In behind the net, throwing their weight around. Hornick played to the left, kept in by Jacob Wright. He had a hat trick in this building back in game four. His shot towards the net deflects up and out of play. You know, one of the keys for the Giants is gonna be, as it is for both of these teams, as it is for any team, is the turnovers. What happens when you turn pucks over, it kills two things. It kills your transition and it kills your energy because you got to go right back on defense to get that puck that you just turned over. Watch for better plays coming out of the zone for the Vancouver Giants. Seeley to the point for Anderson. A shot redirected wide. Centered backhand. Vikman right pad save on Hammerling. Trying to clear it forward is Thorpe. Ahead for Lankow and down the ice it goes. Ronan Seeley back to get it. 1-0 Vancouver early here in period one. And now the Giants on the defensive. Puck cleared to the right wing for Everett. Puck bounced over the stick of Jacob Wright. Lees let it go too soon, though, behind the line and an icing call. I really like the way Toth stepped up just between his own blue line and the center ice line to intercept or at least get a piece of that pass. That's the stretch pass that this team and a lot of teams try against Vancouver. No, no, it didn't work there. Toth read it all away. However, the ensuing play after that ends up with a faceoff inside the Vancouver Giants zone. To the right of Jesper Weichmann, faceoff win for the Giants, but it's Everett that got possession, not for long. Lees comes away with it and clears it to center. Johnny Lambo sends it back behind the Giants net. Roost, first guy in forever, but it's Lees that frees it for Vancouver ahead to Leslie. Mazden Leslie wide down the left wing, trying to cut forward. Centered, picked away by Hunter Campbell. Cleared up high off the glass and out. And now the Giants back to get it. Zacho Stopchuk behind his own net. He'll curl up the ice. Right wing feed, Lysel cuts to the middle. Could be a three-man rush. Lysel wide, has it. Backhand loose. Caught in a chance. Scores! Stay hot. 
Two minutes later, the Giants strike again. Check that. Three minutes later, it's Cotton on a rebound. 2-0 Giants. You know, Fabian Lysel is the spear of this attack. He uses all of the ice. Look at him go down that left wing. Now, again, it's Cotton is going to get in on that play. There's the backhand, and Cotton follows the play up. I, I'm convinced that in the first goal of Everett Silvertips lost track of where defenseman Horning was, and they lose track of where Cotton is right here. And he is playing with so much confidence. Cotton with that play, he finds it through a lot of traffic there. It's 2-0 Vancouver. 3.15, I was right the first time with my math. Two minutes exactly after the Horning goal. Lysel, his second assist, and Ostopchuk, his second assist. 3.15 into the first, and it's 2-0 two, two for Vancouver. Right wing, Hofer, wide he goes. And a hand is in the air, and is this going to be a hooking call? It is. It's going to be a penalty to Jaden Lipinski. And the Everett Silvertips are going to go to their first power play of the evening. Yeah. You know, I was just looking at, you know, Fabian Lysel with an assist there. Now five of his seven assists are primary. So important, that first assist that you get on a situation but boy I'll tell you this is not the kind of thing you want to happen when you've opened the scoring you've outshot this team three to one the Vancouver Giants over the silver tips now you go on you know obviously on a on a very important and we always say that but it is playoffs it is a an elimination game I think the Giants with a good penalty kill here I, I think will contain or continue rather with the momentum and possibly even gain some they win the draw to the Giants. They send it the length of the ice. So an early face-off win and an early clear. Connor Horning and Alex Cotton, the 20-year-old defenseman, each with goals in this first period for Vancouver. A 2-0 lead early. Right wing. Clear to the wall. Swetlikoff to the point. Zellweger kicks right. And it's Hofer at the circle. Lost the handle of the puck. And Ostopchuk strips him and clears. As soon as you bobble the puck on the power play you want a guy on the penalty kill to knock it away off your stick in a hurry what a wonderful play that happened right there against the silver tips right ahead for Svetlikov oh a little deceptive fake pass that Vikman read and stopped Seeley right point Zellweger right circle Hofer saucer pass Zellweger kept it on side Seeley down low in front Svetlikov a one-timer and Vikman got a piece left wing Seeley He'll hold. He'll go across. Right side. Hofer blocked. That one stung Canoe, but he blocked it. Now Celia tries. Stopped by Vikman. Rebound clear. I'll tell you, the most focused guy in that whole skirmish around the net was Vikman. He is dialed in. 40 seconds to go here. Now the Silvertips on the attack. Roost in the circle. Blocker save made. Kept in by Campbell. Behind the goal. Cleared to the boards in the left corner. Freed along the left wing wall as the fans trying to spur this penalty killing unit on. 25 seconds away. Cleared around the boards by Zacho Stopchuk and down the ice we go. The LEC alive and well early here in the first as the Giants have a 2-0 lead. Zellweger, right wing. Dancing across the line to the right wing. Around the net is Ing stapled to the boards by Paul Mary. To the point, Zellweger, right wing side. Hammerling tried to go across. He was picked off by Bocek. 
puck cleared. Now it's Everett. Campbell, right wing, cleared forward. Palmieri squeezed into the boards, freed by Everett, but there's two Giants waiting in front of the net. Pass up for Lipinski, crossing the line. Long shot, save made. Bocek spins, couldn't get it on target. Lipinski has a bit of open ice. Towards the front of the net, Bocek upended as he couldn't get to that loose puck. Cleared forward along the left wing. Bo Courtney for Everett. Sends it behind, and now Zaplitny battling with Leslie. Six minutes, 30 seconds gone in the first period. It's 2-0 for the Vancouver Giants. Cleared. Lambos knocks it down for Everett. Aiden Sutter will now skate it across. His long shot, Vikman gloves it. He'll stop play. We'll take our first break of the hockey game. Giants 2, Silver Tips no score. White spot, Giants hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the broadcast booth. The Vancouver Giants and the Everett Silver Tips. Early in the first period, the Vancouver Giants... With a 2-0 lead, now a pass to the point, picked away, and now up the left wing side. Puck cleared out to center, knocked down. And the Giants now to the right wing. Lysel knocked forward, out of midair by Campbell. Lysel is going to pick it up and up the left wing. In behind the net we go. Left wing side, cleared. Not out though, Lysel walks the line to the slot. He'll weave, he'll... Still hold on. He's still got it. Lysel! Blocker saved by Holt. That was a big one. Kept in by Tom. Cadu a shot. And Holt steered it away to the right corner. Cadu charging hard. Zellweger intercepts. And now a bit of open ice for Zellweger. Right wing with Campbell. Return pass. Horning, though, knocked it down nicely and plays it around the boards to the right wing for Cadu. Now cleared forward. And down the ice, it's going to go. Icing negated. Semenuk got there first against Zellweger. Played into the right wing corner. Semenuk plays it to the right wing. Lipinski spinning away. Bocek freed it to the right wing. Bocek holds. He'll fire pad. Save Holt. Rebound picked off. Cotton centered across and just behind Bocek. Kept in by Cadu at the right wing point. It got by him. And now Everett going to pick it up. They've got numbers. Hemmerling down the left side. Across for Hofer. Pad save. Beichmann. Terrific. It's still 2-0. Sliding to his left. His best save of the night so far. Ronan Seeley from his own zone. Kicks left. And now it's Sutter to Seeley. Up the middle. He's got a seam. But Camazola with a nice block. Loose at the side, Thorpe gonna grab it. Thorpe's gonna skate it, he's got room. Thorpe, left wing, wide on Ing, center, just about had Lipinski. And now cleared for Everett. Oh, would have been a break for Zaplitny, but instead it went off his stick. Now a puck centered, and it hopped over the Everett skater's stick. And out to center. 2-0 Giants, collision. In front of the net is Lankow, took Sutter down, and now a fight. Zaplitny and Lankow behind the play. Aiden Sutter got hit into the board. Zaplitny didn't like it. And I don't know how many fights Caden Zaplitny's been in, but Lankow, three shots and down he goes. Colton Lankow, maybe my surprise player of the playoffs. And I'm going to tell you why. 
he is noticed on the ice for all the right reasons. He's got two goals. He's in on a forecheck. He's physical. He stands up for, for his teammates. There is no way you can hide number 18 for the Vancouver Giants. He's just too big a presence. And I'll tell you, his dad, Damon, I was fortunate to broadcast him when Damon was a Tri-City American. And I don't know, Damon, if you're looking in, if you're here or you're watching, this kid of yours is really taking a next step. And it's a big one. This kid has to play in this lineup in this series for sure. Referee is having a conference right now and just a quick gander towards the bench. It looks like Aiden Sutter is fine. He's kind of perched up beside the bench, so there's no injury there. But Dan, I wonder if we can have that hammerling to Holfer save uh, coming in on, on goaltender Vikeman. Again, I, he is so dialed in. He's... He's, he's so focused. He knew that that pass was going to go from Hemmerling to Hofer, and uh, he had to make that save. And, you know, you know, when we talk about goaltenders being in a groove, let me tell you, the difference between a groove and a rut is strictly the depth. And this goaltender, Vikeman, as goaltenders are in the playoffs, you have to be in that situation where you feel confident you can be the last guy to make that save. Hey, 7-7 seven, seven shots on goal. It could easily be an every goal in that mix as well, but it's 2-0 Vancouver. If you joined us late, why? <laughs> Horning and Cotton, two defense, two 20-year-olds, got the goals for Vancouver three minutes and 15 in to the period. Two assists for Ostopchuk, two for Lysel, a 2-0 lead for the Vancouver Giants. Puck cleared, no penalties on that ensuing play. Now Lees, left wing to Thorpe. Thorpe. Spins away, Lee's taken down, and now here comes Everett on the counterattack. Leading the rushes right. Offside was Hemmerling, and that will stop play and a whistle. And again, you know, the two more points, if you will, you know, for Lysalo's stop check, they come into tonight's game. Incredible. 31 points. That line, Lysalo's stop check in Hall, 12 goals, 19 assists. 31 points. There's your goal scorer, Connor Horning. So important that he play well, and he has. He's really done a nice job as a 20-year-old. You know, they don't want their career to end. Again, this possession is so good. I like the fact there haven't been a lot of turnovers, Dan. I talked about the importance of that. There's an offside. Vancouver should have an easy exit. Stankoven for Kamloops, Lysel and Ostomchuk for Vancouver now tied for the outright playoff scoring lead. Stankoven did it in four games with 13 points. So far it's taken Lysel and Ostomchuk six, but they're not done. They've got it right now, Hall, perfect pass. Left point, Camazola shot, that's blocked by Campbell. Kept in along the left wing by Camazola. Now to the line, not out. Lysel, circle, point blank, Holt made the save with the glove. And the rebound now to the right wing. Now to the middle, Svetlikov. He nearly lost it in his skates. All he can do is shoot it softly into the giant zone. Picked off, Lipinski did well to stay with it. Hall trying to get it in deep. He stayed with it and did. Lipinski bumped off the puck left wing. Lamana now up ahead. Collision behind the play. Dumped deep by Everett. Ng in after it, played around the left wing, Lamana. Bumped down by Palmieri. Rimmed around the right wing boards by the Giants. Can they clear Edwards? Yes, out it goes to center. 
Back in by Everett. Nine minutes, five seconds to go here. Edwards, big hit as he went down. He'll take a number as Jacob Wright flattens the rookie. Well, you know, that was after Edwards made a big hit on the Everett Silver Tip player. That was tit for tat. He paid him back. Hey, that kid, Edwards draws some attention on the ice out there. Like his physicality, big kid. Spinning away is Ronan Seeley for Everett. He'll go rink wide, Anderson. Anderson to center, knocked down by Leslie, trying to bring it back in. Roost, bumped by Bocha. Now Leslie, stripped by Roost. And now Austin Roost one-on-one, trying to drop it. Picked off by Evan Toff. Wonderful job defensively. Toff cleared up the left wing. Bocek played it forward. Here's Lees. Two-on-one with Leslie if he hurries. Lees finds a mess and Leslie scores! Oh, what a play! Mazden Leslie all alone, backhand, forehand, finish. 3-0 Vancouver. It looks like it's a defenseman's night to go. A defenseman's night to go into the offensive zone. This play, I think, is started by Lee. They get that puck past a trapped Everett Silvertip. Look at the entry into the zone. Mazden Leslie follows the play up, goes forehand, backhand, back to his forehand. You know, just a wonderful play by the 60-year-old defenseman. That's a lot of time on the entry into the offensive zone. It's a lot of time for Leslie to join that rush. They've executed that perfectly. 3-0 Vancouver, and we've only played 12 minutes. That comes with 8-17 left in this first period. All the goals from defensemen. Who saw that coming? Jesper Weichmann going to cover it up. A little bit of pushing and shoving in front of the bench. But, Bill, the impressive thing about that play is remember how far behind the play Mazden Leslie was. He really found an next gear in order to get to that pass. And Justin Lees with a heads-up play to find him. You know what was really impressive for me there, too, and I think he got an assist on a play. The chip out, the chip in the neutral ice area off the boards that I think it was Bocek made. And that freed uh, Leslie or freed Lees to get onto that puck. And, and as you said, Leslie was just picking him up and laying him down, coming up the ice and made no mistake on on the entry, on the uh, on the play to finish it off. Now you still want to make sure that you don't get sloppy. Focus on the process. Zellweger a tricky seeing eye shot from the left point and Vikman was there. 3-0 Vancouver with 8.04 still to play here in the first period. Well, you know, I talked about the defense scoring for Vancouver. I mean, Cotton's done so much, obviously. Uh, most important defense, I mean, with his three goals and eight assists, but Leslie now with two goals, Toth with a goal, Horning with two goals. That's pretty impressive for your back end against an Everett Silvertip team. And the Giants will send it back to the Everett zone for an icing. Chevrolet, the official vehicle sponsor of the Vancouver Giants. And when only the strongest, most advanced will do, find a true champ in the Chevy Silverado 1500. The official vehicle supplier for the Vancouver Giants. You know what Vancouver Giants are doing really well in this first parade so far is they're playing excellent team defense on every lack of possession. When they don't have the puck, when the silver tips have it or it's loose, Vancouver's done a really good job. Hence the 9-8 shots on goal and the 3-0 lead. 
Down the ice and back into the Everett zone we go. Zellweger forward. Left side for Ng. Back come the silver tips. A shot. Vikeman. Save. No rebound. And play is stopped. Well, you know what? If you're if if you're a bit in desperation mode, and I'm not saying ever it is, but they're certainly getting into a hole. You want to get everything at the net. Well, you're not going to score from this position here. He can he can wear out a stick shooting from there, and you're never going to get a puck past goaltender Vikeman. That was Matthew Ng. Yeah, I mean he'll take that every time. Still a little pushing and shoving. Palmieri in the in the midst of it. Are you surprised, Palmieri and Lanko? Pretty gritty couple guys you could add two or three more to that list. Bocek, Edwards, Camazola, Kadu left wing takes a hit, gets it deep. Lambos, Bumbayo Stopchuk, here come the silver tips. Right wing, cleared to center, nearly picked off by Everett but now cleared back and here's Cotton. Down the right wing, he's got a lane, a shot pad save, big rebound off Holt. Clear to the line, not out. Leslie, he'll take it wide. He wants to go. Leslie in the corner, a little pass to himself. Played around the boards to the left wing. Behind the net, Lambos. Up the right wing. Reverse behind the net to Aiden Sutter. 6.45 to play in the first period here tonight. Long feed forward, picked off by Edwards. Going to bring it right back in to the right wing. Back to the point. Leslie. Oh, he fanned on it. He had a good chance to find Toth. And instead, that puck's going to fly out of play. We'll take another break. 6.32 remaining in the first. 3-0. The Giants lead the Silver Tips on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the LEC. 6.32 to play here in the first period. And the Giants on the strength of three goals from defensemen. Have a 3-0 lead at home in game six. Long feed forward down the ice. That's going to be another icing call on the Everett Silvertips. You know, the other thing, too, uh, you know, the first 14 minutes of this period, I, I don't see any tweeners. I, I don't see anybody on this giant team that's, you know, that's not playing where they're planted. You know, the, the gritty guys are, are hitting. The skill guys are making plays. The guys are getting pucks on the net. The goaltender has been... It has obviously been good. Hey, there's still a ton of hockey left in this hockey game. Trust me, folks. It's the Western Hockey League, but you got to like the 3-0 start for Vancouver. Olin Zellweger up the right wing. Slowly forward. Pass connects. Swetlikoff angled off from Horning. And now played to the right wing. Now up ahead. Three Giants. Lysel in the middle. Drop pass, Hall, low shot, just missed Ostomchuk with the rebound. Kept in by Camazola, Lysel, left wing, defense are changing, that won't matter, Lysel's going to hold it anyway, Cotton, tugged down, that could have been a call, it wasn't, Hall has to vacate the zone on a delayed offside. Man, these Giants are having their way in that offensive zone right now. Palmieri wants to take it and he'll try. Picked off by Everett, sorry to cut you off no, there, Bill. No, no, don't, don't ever, don't ever apologize then. <laughs> Behind the goal, picked away by Everett. Now Zellweger, head up. His pass forward, and Palmieri right there. Jacob Wright had nowhere to go. Cotton behind his net. Hofer tied up with his man. To the point it goes. Lambos, Hofer, 
Spinning away, cutting to the front, Horning, wonderful D as he comes away with it. And Ty Thorpe, oh, that was <laughs> very close, but now a steal. Hemmerling going to bring it back, a shot, Vikman the save, and he controls the rebound for a whistle. Yeah, he just makes that look so simple, so easy. You know that last play when Holford tried to come from the back wall in behind that net area into the paint? It was a wonderful stick check there. But again, you know, this is a, this is about as easy as you can make a save look. I mean, that's a lot more dangerous shot than what you actually see. And it, Vikman, again, so calm, so poised, so seeing everything. And I love the play around his crease area right now. His defense are helping him out with anything down in that low area. 12-10, a lot of shots on goal. Seeley with another one that's was probably going high and over the net, but Vikman gloves it down, makes the save anyway. It's 3-0 for the Vancouver Giants here late in the first period. Don't let work from home stress you out more than it has to. EC Managed IT specializing in cloud computing, cybersecurity, and more. The best work from home tools to set you up for success. ECmanagedIT.com. Give them a call today. Lamana for Everett. Behind the net battling with Lipinski. Lamana behind the net. He'll center to the right side and a shot. Vikman the save. Rebound in feet. In close. Silvertips whack away at it. Freed to the corner. And now it's Toth. High off the glass and forward. Semenuk chasing after it against Anderson. Curling it around. Lipinski steals. Nearly held in. Silvertips dodge a check and they will send it in deep. Mazden Leslie back to gather it. Right wing. Left wing, Roost takes a bump. Played behind by Evan Toth. Toth along the left wing, two green sweaters there to pick it off. Around the net, Campbell trying to center it. Vikman square to it, save made. With stop shot, now ahead. Kept in by Roost. Austin Roost along the left wing wall, wide on Leslie. Played behind the goal. Swetlikoff there, he wants it. Good work along the wall by Toth and Ostopchuk. Keeping Everett pinned to the outside. A stomp chuck to the left wing for Hall. The Giants just win a 50-50 puck battle, and here's the captain. Try to pass forward, and Zellweger broke it up. Otherwise, Lysel would have been home free. You see what's happening with Vancouver, Dan, is you just saw that last sequence inside their zone. They are playing with more energy in those key situations for puck battles than the other team, and that's so important. Right. Hofer. Shot from the circle. Vikman pad save. Hofer. To the left wing, right, checked, Bocek, ahead for Lees. Lees going to backhand it deep, Thorpe going to chase after it. Thorpe, side of the net with Lees and Bocek, Bocek and Hofer. Camazola falls, Cadu, last guy back. And he'll send it rink wide to the right wing. Lees kicked it forward, Camazola, right wing. And chipped forward along the left wing. Semenuk chasing after it along the left wing wall. And now the Giants behind the goal. As Everett breaks out of their own zone. Pass to the middle. Ng carries it across. Courtney to Ng, right corner. Behind the net we go. Ng to the right wing side. Behind the net. And now Cotton battling for it with the Silvertips. Centered all alone in front was Courtney, but he fanned on the pass. 
That was the first time maybe all period where there's been daylight in front of the Giants' goal, and Giants ice the puck. Yeah, let's have a look. This is, again, where, you know, you find the Everett Silvertip team finding holes in your coverage. It hasn't happened very much, but, you know, when that happens, you're generally getting a pretty good scoring chance. And, you know, again, I, I say this with uh, Bikeman reading the plays, but you can't, you just can't let those opportunities happen where all of a sudden, bang, like you said, there's a guy wide open and he comes face-to-face with a goaltender. You're at a key point now, 208. You're up 3 nothing. 208 left in the period. You know always what we talk about the last couple minutes. So, so very important, especially in an elimination game. Play along the left boards inside the Giants' end. One minute, 55 seconds to go. Puck pinned along the boards. Doug Free, Swetlikoff in alone. Vikman with the poke check, able to come away with it. He played that perfectly. Love to see that again. Back to the point. Zellweger, his drive through. That hit a body in front. It hit his own teammate. Now a shot from a weird angle, and that missed. Kept in by Zellweger. Behind the net to Campbell. Good shift here for Everett. Campbell goes down, trying to keep body positioning on the puck. Lipinski doing well against him. And now Lipinski loses his stick. Or no, Campbell actually lost the stick. Kept in by Everett. Zellweger to the right point for Gibson. Roos lost it. Julian Cull is away. And at the end of a defensive zone shift, Zellweger just going to go back and take it. Dangerously close to too many men on the ice again for Everett, but this time they didn't touch the puck. Now Hall trying to knock it forward. Hall wrapping it around behind the net. He's taken down hard. Lysel along the left boards to the point. Connor Horning kept in. Lysel. Oh, he goes down. Hofer did well to keep him to the outside. The fans call a penalty. The official does not. Left wing. Cleared forward along the wall. Hammerling racing in after it forever. And Hammerling wide to the outside. Camazola keeping him pressured to the outside. 30 seconds to go in the period. Giants with the puck behind their own net. Lysel, Sutter bearing in on him. Freed behind the goal. Camazola. Doug Free behind the goal. Down goes a giant at the side of the goal. Stolen now by Lysel as he'll just spin and delay. And he's just going to back it up. That's a very efficient, productive defensive shift for Lysel and Horning as a collision behind the play. And I think Swetlikoff just took a penalty. A charging penalty is coming up to Alex Swetlikoff. And the Giants are going to start the second period on a power play as tempers beginning to get the best of the Everett Silvertips. You, you know, that's that's a lot of poise that we're seeing in a Vancouver Giant team. Listen to this crowd. Listen to this ovation, this, this Vancouver team getting going off the ice. We haven't seen that all season, but they played with a lot of energy, a lot of pace, a lot of confidence, and remarkably poised. No really great scoring chances for the Silvertips, and it's a 3-0 lead. Keith McCambridge is on the bench right now, sharing some wisdom with Julian Cull. And we'll have Keith McCambridge join us here in a short moment for some reaction from that first period. Vancouver Giants right now in a 3-0 position. They lead the game by a 3-0 score after 20 minutes of play. Down to ice level we go right now with associate coach Keith McCambridge. 
Coach, the early power play started the momentum for you. You never lost it in that first period. What stood out to you positively? Well, you, you couldn't ask for a better start. The uh, you know We capitalized on a mistake of too many men on the ice to be able to get that first goal. Uh, to build off our last game down in Everett was, uh, was crucial. But we know they're a very good team. We know they know how to win games with the record they had all season long here. So these are the hardest games to win. These, these ones where you got to push them out and close teams, uh, close teams out to end their season. So they're going to come with a strong push in the second, but we like a lot of things we did, obviously, in that first. Well, Coach, three goals from three defensemen, obviously solid. However, what stuck out for me, I thought every lack of possession, almost every time you didn't have the puck, your group played very well defensively. Yeah, I, I sorry, Bill, I can't hear you very well with the static, but I think you're talking about possession. I thought our offensive zone time, especially Lysel, uh, just ragging the puck in the offensive zone, killing some time, creating a little bit of confusion, giving us a chance to get some good changes and fresh legs on the ice. So we've got to continue to build off that, but we know they're going to be better. Appreciate your time, Coach. Go get them in the second and third. Thank you, guys. Associate Coach Keith McCambridge. We'll take a 60-second break. Back with the first period scoring summary right after this. White Swat, Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 20 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the LEC. The first period scoring summary underway presented by Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal in that opening period for Vancouver 12 for Everett 13. But it was the Giants who would score three times unanswered to take a 3-0 lead. It started, Bill, just a minute 15 in. Yeah, too many men on the ice penalty for the Everett Silvertips. Uh, you know, all period long, which happens so many times, if, if you had a dollar for every time Fabian Lysel drove the spear, take that puck into the offensive zone, you know, you'd have much better clothes than you have right now. But whatever the case might be, you'll hear him with the play. You'll, he makes a wonderful, neat little pass to Ostopchuk. This is off the rush on the power play. And Zach finds Horning. Credit Connor Horning for getting way over out of the play on the other side of the two-man attack so that nobody can kind of watch him. You maybe know somebody's there, but you don't, you're not sure he's going to get the pass. Well, they did. They executed. If you're going to score off the rush, they executed that one perfect. 115 in. Vancouver with a 1-0 lead. A power play goal. Horning, a 20-year-old, his second. And it sounded like this. Cotton. Feathers it across. Lysel bouncing puck. Kept it in. Now it's cleared by Everett to center. Cotton at the line. Plays to the right. Lysel trying to feather a pass forward. Oh, stop, Chuck. Back to play. Score! Connor Horning. One minute. 15 seconds into game six. The power play has its 12th of the series. one nothing for the good guy. Two minutes later, exactly, Bill, Alex Cotton extends the lead. Yeah, a bit of an Everett pushback, which you expected, but now you got a team, again, scoring first. What a difference that makes. Lysel with the entry. Ostopchuk as well. This time, you know, the original play, this time Cotton's on the other side of the ice. This is a primary assist for Lysel. Five of his seven assists are primary. Those are translatable to the next level, and it, just a nice pass to Cotton, who... Gets the puck through a bit of traffic. Took a little time for that to happen, but it did get to the net. I wasn't sure it was going to get through the bodies. It did, 
Goaltender Holt never was able to find it, and it made it 2-0. 11-43, what a play for Maston Leslie. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Bocek's play. Uh, Dan, Kyle Bocek, the pace of this Western Hockey League playoffs never overwhelms him. You never see him who can't keep, keep up to the plate. Chips the puck out in a neutral ice area off the boards. Lees picks it up, goes in, and Leslie just picking him up and laying him down, coming up the ice, says, you know what? I got a couple 20-year-olds have scored. I'm a 16-year-old. I think I can bury one. Puts it right on his stick. It's his second of the playoffs. 11-43, 3 nothing Vancouver. A wonderful first period for Vancouver. Giants lead 3 nothing after one. Down to the banquet hall we go after this on Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey on your home of the Giants Sportsnet 650. In case you are just joining us, man, that was the first period. Giants lead the Everett Silvertips 3-0. Still a whole lot of hockey to play, but Giants fans are buzzing around the LEC, especially in this banquet hall. You love to see it. I'm Caroline Frolic, your host here on White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey, and I'm joined by Jordan McKenzie, the Giants strength and conditioning coach. And Jordan, you're one of my favorites because you told me, oh, back in November that burpees are garbage and they don't work. So I will forever have you on this show as my fitness guru. Now, what can you make of this first period? Man, we were just talking in the break that the last time you and I spoke was kind of a dark stretch for the Vancouver Giants. Man, have they turned it around. Yeah, they have. I think um, like that last stretch that we went on going into the playoffs, I think we kind of got lucky getting into the playoffs is what everybody said. Um, everyone wrote us off coming into this, so I think that's kind of something we were able to build on as a group, um, kind of use going into these games, and they look ready today. I mean, the message in the room is we still got 40 minutes to play, and we saw how many goals are scored in this series so far, so can't really get complacent here. It ain't over till it's over, to Sorry. use a baseball term. Now, Jordan, reports indicate... Between game four to game five, you were the MVP, if you will. Now, I don't know the story, so speak to me like I'm five and describe what happened. Why am I asking you about midway, like game four and a half, midway through? So we knew that going in, so Friday being a 7.30 game here, Saturday was a 6 o'clock game there. The turnaround was very, very tight, so we kind of put a game plan in action that no matter what happened in the game, we were going to beat Everett to Everett. So we wanted to be at the border first. We wanted to be at our hotels first. So what we did is I used a couple of the helpers downstairs is we made everybody's meals for the bus. We made everybody's shakes for the bus. Um, basically told the family members, sorry, you're not going to see your kids tonight. We're getting out of here. So it was basically a shower on the bus, and we beat Everett to Everett by two hours that night. So we, we kind of the way we look at it is that game within the game. We had two hours extra rest going into game five. Um, Again, we didn't get the game that we liked, but I think the energy was there in the third where we kind of saw us kind of take that game over, and that was kind of the plan going into it. So I think it paid off. I mean, it's hard to tell because the guys are the <laughs> ones that do it, but it seemed to work. Leave it to you hockey guys to make everything a competition. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something that the guys get to build off, right? Like if they yeah. go in thinking, hey, we got a little bit of an advantage today, then mm -hmm. that plays huge dividends in the end of a game, especially a one nothing game like that. And I mean, it worked for Vikings, so... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, you can't uh, underestimate the power of the mental game, but your role is the physical game. So 
we're always talking about how to get these guys into shape, but it's a whole different animal, the playoffs. It is. Obviously, the focus has got to be a little bit different. What have you been focusing on now? Um, we try to pick our spots to get a bit of a lift. I mean, coming out of game one, our first line played 30 minutes, which is insane for a forward group. Um, but we looked on the other end, and the other lines on the other teams played the same minutes as us. So we kind of used that to our advantage. We got a little bit of a lift in after game three. We had a little bit of that kind of, we played Wednesday, played Friday, so we were able to do something after Wednesday. Thursday was a recovery day, Friday was a war, Saturday was a war, and then Sunday was basically hot tub, cold tub, and kind of give the guys like a full break, kind of mental break, physical break. Once they got comfortable, we did a little bit of video as a group with the coaching staff and then kind of sent them on their way, and I think that's paying dividends. They felt good coming into today, and that's all you're really looking for in the playoffs is how well can you feel going into a game, so... Now, the Giants had their fair share of injuries, especially Jesper Weichmann. Saw him wobbling around this arena not just a few weeks ago. Now look at him. Yeah. What was, what was his recovery like? It was, it was tough. When you're getting that type of injury on a goalie, especially a big mobile goalie, it, it's, one, it's a lot for them to get past, thinking like, hey, is this going like, to affect my career? Is this going to be something that's going to kind of affect me going forward? Um, but he's he's a pro. Like he's been a pro since he got here. His his habits and his attention to detail are second to none on the team. Like I've always said since the beginning, if I could build the details that he has into our group, I don't think we'd lose a game all season. Um, but yeah, it was what he missed eighteen games. It was two months. But the thing with him is he focused on Vegas wanted him to be bigger coming out of the season. So he said, Hey, look, like if I can't play, at least I know I can get my body in the shape that they want to see it in. So I think coming out of that injury, he was probably eight to ten, 10 pounds heavier of of muscle gain um he was attention to detail on his recovery on his rehab he's one of those guys you kind of have to rein in because he'll do too much (laughs) so you literally have to be like hey you're not coming in today you're not allowed to work and he'll try and get to the ring somehow but you kind of got to fight him off to get that way so i give him a a ton of credit he was he was phenomenal in that and then i mean look it paid off he just broke his (laughs) whl record so there you go he's doing okay uh, yes i mean who builds 10 pounds of muscles while rehabbing from an injury the swedish machine that he is man well jordan mckenzie thank you so much for joining us strength and conditioning coach for the vancouver giants yes give him a clap he's the reason why they're fit (laughs) 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 giving you all the credit there Uh. jordan all right vancouver giants lead the everett everett silver tips three nothing after one period this is game six can the giants close it out we shall see we're going to send it back upstairs dan o'connor and bill wilms this is white spot vancouver giants hockey on your home of the giant Sportsnet 650 time for the second period of vancouver giants hockey on Sportsnet 650 vancouver's home of hockey here's dan o'connor and bill wilms Welcome back to the LEC. Here we go, second period, and the Vancouver Giants will start the period on a white spot power play. A late charging minor assessed to Alex Swetlikoff at the very end of that period. And so with that, the Giants go to work on their second power play, and now a centering effort back to the point. Horning, Cotton, right side, Lysel, back to Cotton. Had trouble settling it down. Up high, I think that hit a giant stick, or did it? Yeah, it did. I saw saw the deflection side. Okay, so the faceoff is going to stay in the Everett zone. One minute, or sorry, just 20 seconds gone in the period. Remember now with the three periods in Everett and one tonight, that Silvertips have not scored in four straight periods against this Vancouver Giant team. 
And so now the left point, Cotton holds at the half wall a shot, Holt the save, rebound goes to the left wing, Ostopchuk gonna rim it too hard around and that is going to send the puck out. So now again, everything, Dan, sorry, everything magnified, a shorthanded goal in the middle of the season doesn't mean nearly what right. it could mean tonight. The Giants' power play now 12 for 40 in the series. 12 for 40 or 30? 30, my yeah. mistake. And the Giants' power play in the 40 percentile, joining Seattle and Winnipeg in that category. Can they improve it? Cotton shot from the point. That didn't miss by much. Unfortunately, it went wide of the net, and it's going to go all the way down the ice. Not real good look so far, Dan. Not, not what we saw in that first period. Uh, it was just, just a lot of good puck movement, good offense. This guy with it right now, he'll take it in that offensive zone. Here they come, Lysel by the D. Just ran out of room. Sutter took him just wide enough. Now in the corner, Doug Freel on the wall. Campbell lost it. Giants get it back along the boards. Not for long, though. Good second effort by the Silvertips. Sutter to clear it. And now one last rush here on the power play. Leslie Thorpe. Chipped in along the wall. Leslie in after it. He's going to get there first. He tried to center it. Zellweger had other ideas. Good penalty kill for Everett. Can they build on it? Clear to the line. And not out. Along the left wing side, Giants going to send it back. Ty Gibson. Play to the right for Hemmerlich. Right wing, Swetlikoff. Checked. Thorpe at the line. Tried to center it. Comes free to Leslie in the neutral zone. He'll take it wide. He'll cut into the circle. A shot. Holt the save. Rebound grabbed by Swetlikoff. Let, you know, Leslie to me is playing with more confidence, as much confidence, probably more than in any game I've seen him play this year to this point. And when you score a goal like he did, how can you not? As an icing called on the Everett Silvertips as we play 225 into a second period where the Giants lead the hockey game 3 nothing. And, you know, we talked about, you know, Leslie and... Just got to keep polishing that guy. I just, you know, he's going to be, I mean, defense is such a tough position to play in the Western Hockey League to begin with. Never mind with a, you know, on, with, a, with a team that had a losing record this year. But, again, boy, you got to stay on your toes. This 3-0 this lead is, to, in my mind, as many playoff games as I've seen, can be very precarious. Up the ice, pass down the right wing, Svetlikov trying to go wide on Semina. Semenuk did well to take him to the boards. Now along the wall, left wing, right. Swetlikoff, right, and Hemmerling. That's a new look combo for Everett. As a stick smashes, Hemmerling skates to the bench in disgust. Left wing side, Lankow going to chip it in deep. And now around the boards, behind the net they go. Anderson, right wing, pass forward, chips deep. Weichmann plays to his left. Now behind, Ostopchuk. Cuts by one defender, up ice, dodges another. He's got it still to the slot. Pass to Lysel, that is just how unselfish Sacco Ostopchuk is. He walks through three silver tips and then looks to pass it. Well, it was the right play to make and he recognized that. You like that. Behind the net, rimmed around the wall. Cotton pinching at the left wing side, holds it in. Lysel. Down he goes, checked along the wall and cleared by Everett. Four minutes gone here in the second, nearly. Pass to Lysel, left wing. 
Crossing in. Wide on Seeley. Trying to reverse. Seeley going to grab it behind the net. And clear to the boards. Not out. Right wing side. At the line, Adam Hall. Weird hop. Bouncing at the side. Trying to go to the backhand. Was Thorpe. And he just ran out of room. Right. Seeley. Right wing Lambos pass. That was behind Hemmerling. Edwards, who's had a decent number of shifts in this game, is Maddie Edwards. Tries to get it deep to the Everett zone. Cleared up the left wing for Everett. All that's going to result in is another icing for the Silver Tips. 427 into period two. Ty Thorpe with a chance. He tried to muscle his weight. There was, you know what? There was no lane available when Thorpe from the lower arc of the face-off circle to the left side of the Everett zone tried to make one. Again, you know, this is a stop check. Uh, you know, the WHL player of the week and especially impressive when you know the man inside the player. What a what a wonderful in individual that young man is. And, uh, yeah, I agree with you about Edwards. He's getting some time. And as I was saying about Thorpe, he, there was no lane available. And he tried to force one. Vancouver right now making sure that that doesn't happen, the stretch pass. Jacob Wright grabbing it. Behind the net, centered, nobody there except for Evan Toth. Puck clear back out to center. Zellweger going to knock it down for Everett. Gibson now forward. Chipped in by Austin Roost. And behind the goal, cleared by Thorpe, and here come the Giants. Right wing side, a pass for Lees, chasing after it. Zellweger, Lees got there first, hit the outside of the net, and now the back-checking Silvertips come away with it. Shot in by Heslop. Right wing Campbell. Bumps with his man, Roost. With Campbell and Swetlikoff. Tom Cadu at the right wing side. Clear to the line, not out. Sutter holds it in along the left wing. Swetlikoff. Jaden Lipinski steals, but then gave it back to Swetlikoff. And I think we've got a giant penalty coming up here. It's going to be a holding call. This is Cadu, and this is going to be Everett's second power play of the evening. Well, and you can feel it. You, you know, you, there's just not the same rhythm that Vancouver played with in that first period. Uh, you know, you chase a bit in your own zone. Once you engage and you wrap your stick and then your arm around a player, you're going to get called every time. In fact, Cadu looked like he had about 15, 20 feet where he was engaging in an inferior way against, you know, the penalty to me there was pretty obvious, but you know, again, this is exactly, precisely what the Silver Tips want. They want some momentum to get back into this game. They trail three nothing, but they lose the draw and a good clear by Evan Toth. And now Everett up the right wing, Seeley. He's going to drop for Hofer, grabbed by Zellweger. Zellweger, Jacob Wright, chip down the right wing. Horning got a piece. Toth, another clear for Evan Toth. And the first 30 seconds of the minor to Cadu have expired. Seeley in the middle for Jacob Wright. Right wing, crossing in. Hofer in the slot, overskated it, followed up. Picked off by Ty Thorpe. And now here's Fabian Lysel. One on two, trying to make a move, try to shot. That's blocked by Everett. As the Vancouver Giants are a minute away from killing off the Cadu penalty. Here's Zellweger, slowly forward, left wing. Seeley, checked by Ostopchuk, puck cleared by Thorpe. 
That's one minute, just over a minute gone. There's still got to be a couple clears out of this thing, or Vikman's got to make a save. Pass to the right wing, Roost, trying to go by Cotton. Cleared by Ostopchuk, and now here they come on the rush. Ostopchuk and Hall. Ostopchuk, drag move, got it in front! And Holt made the save on the poke check as Ostopchuk nearly providing the Giants with some shorthanded heroics. This I tell you, Ottawa's going to love his hands. The development of Ostopchuk's hands, his size, his skating is terrific. You saw what he did there to try to get that puck past the goaltender. This has been a momentum zapper, potentially, for Everett. Bingo. As the Giants are nine seconds away from being back at full strength, and I don't think the Silvertips had even a, a look on net, let alone a shot on goal. Here's Lees. Back at full strength are the Giants as they shoot it behind the Everett goal. 12-15 and a nice round of applause from this LEC crowd after a two-for-two Penalty kill for the Giants on the night for game six. Play to the right, Lipinski, chip forward, Seminuk. Could be numbers if they hurry. Seminuk with Bocek, Seminuk a try, and the rebound just missed. Bocek in front of the net. Seminuk to the loose buckle on the right wing wall. Right side, Bocek. Behind the net, Lipinski battling with Seeley. Race forward along the left boards. Lipinski got there, lost it, but then got it back, then lost it again, but then got it back again. Good grief. As Lipinski now frees, Seminuk steals. Right side, Seminuk low shot. Braden Holt the save, he'll hang on and we'll take a break. 11.32 remaining in the second period. Game six, Giants three. Silvertips no score on Sportsnet 650. I think this is a play where Semenek is going to cup up on that far side. No, it's Ozako Stopchuk looking, looking. This is the hands I'm talking about. Look at these hands to drag, to get it into the paint area, and just about stuff it in. Again, Ottawa got to be, I, I mean, I, I just can't tell you how pleased they must be with the pick. Remember, he got drafted down with, what, 24 career points. Doesn't happen often. Had one goal in his first 13 games this season. And they ended up leading the team in, in goals this year. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he just, his skating, his physicality, his determination, his, his uh, you know, responsibility, checks every one of those boxes, does Zach. And when he gets that kind of hands around the net, that's impressive. Clear to the point, not out. Canoe a shot. And the rebound cleared away by Everett. Behind the net for Ostopchuk. To the right wing, Hall. Adam Hall. Goes across, that switch directions. Free to the left wing for Austin Roost. Ahead for Campbell. Knocked down by the Giants. Hall onside. Turn over now for Everett. Pass Swetlikoff by the D. In alone, Swetlikoff wide. Kadu got just enough of him. Now a turnover, and in comes Everett. Backhand play for Swetlikoff. That went wide too. Lysel. Fanned on his backhand, coughed up, wrapping it around. Zellweger stop. Gibson a try. That's going to be deflected wide. Hemmerling behind the goal for Hofer. Ryan Hofer down low. Hemmerling across. Backdoor play through right. Zellweger a try. There's Weichmann. Save made. Whistle blows. All that happened, I thought, with Vancouver. I was thinking to myself, they're almost having their way inside the Everett Silvertip zone. It was a great shift. And then all of a sudden that puck is broken up. The stretch pass is made to Swetlikov, and he goes in and he's chased by Kadu, but 
you know, again, probably enough done by Cadu to knock that puck into a spot where it was going to miss a net, but Vikman, it certainly looked like, was ready to go face-to-face -face with Swetlikov. And a face-off win. Ideal here for the Giants as they face off to the right of their goaltender in the defensive zone. Face-off win for Vancouver. And it's Semenuk up the right wing side for Bocek. Shot into the Everett zone, knocked down. Gibson played up the right wing. Courtney played in along the right wing boards for Zaplitny. Zaplitny, a first period fight with Colton Lankow that did not go his way. Cleared up the right wing now. Lipinski and Zaplitny collide. And now Everett back on the attack. They keep it on side. Courtney crossed up, picked off by Toth. And now Lipinski back the other way for the Giants. Checked off the puck at the line. Courtney checked by Bocek and sent behind the Giants' goal. Evan Toth, left wing, doesn't clear. Leslie turned over. Hemmerling, left circle in front of the net. Good job by Toth to lift the stick of Jacob Wright. Right in the corner, digs it free. Everett, tenacious here on this four check. Anderson through for Seeley. Seeley behind the net for Hofer. Hofer and Toth. They battle. Behind the net, Hammerling. Hammerling, Seeley. Seeley, Anderson. Anderson is shot. That was blocked by Bocek. And he will look to keep the puck to the outside behind the net Giants hemmed in their own zone a little bit here yeah, and it's a Semenik Bocek Lipinski line too they're tired that's your third line folks that's the dump out they needed see if they can get off the ice with that long change boy they get over there in a hurry Evan Toth has done a lot of that here tonight a lot of clears and now up the ice Semenuk will get it deep for good measure and the Giants will finish that change 18-15 are the shots for Vancouver as they've only allowed two shots against in this period. And a hit thrown in the offensive zone. The Giants have six shots the other way. Right wing Campbell on the outside of Palmieri. Palmieri keeps him to the outside. Back for Campbell, left wing, through his legs, roost, spins, made a move, but Palmieri got a piece. Horning to the right, not out. Kept in, Zelliger in front for Svetlikov, hopped his stick. Gibson, defense really starting to activate now for Everett. Svetlikov behind the net as he'll then push it to the point for Zellweger. Zellweger, Gibson, a shot. Veichman covered as it, or covers it up. His third save of the period. Yeah, that's two ships in a row the Vancouver Giants, you know, hemmed in, but but then, you know, the passing with authority, the passing with precision that we've seen this Everett Silvertip team do, you know, that we can't say all season because we didn't see them that many times. You only played them the four times in the regular season, but not crisp, not sharp, obviously missing some key guys. Let's never forget that. But I'll, I'll tell you, Vancouver's doing a good job defensively against whoever that group is out there. And they were 6-2 shots a goal. Does that make it 6-3 now in this period? Uh, again, uh, you know, we're at a critical point of the game. 7.44, left 3-0 Vancouver. They need that face-off win. Cotton with a puck. That puck's got to come out of that zone. Long clear for Cotton. Picked away by Everett. And now here come the Giants. So stop, Chuck. 
wide down the left wing. He'll stomp on a dime, clear to the right wing, and Everett intercepts. Ben Hemmerling, right wing, Jacob Wright. Tom Canoe played him well, backhand pass, Zellweger score! A redirect. Ben Hemmerling, his first of the series, and Everett is on the board. You know, this looks so well executed or defensively for Vancouver as that puck came up the ice till it crosses the blue line. Everything's okay. It's to the outside. You get a one-on-one contact over there. You got that man played pretty well, and then it just bounces its way over to Zellweger, and he puts it in the back of the net. Canoe with a good good challenger. I like that. There's a good challenge there. That puck comes across, and, you know, it's tipped out of the air. It's not your prettiest goal, but the team in green, the Silvertips, needed that one very, very badly. They've narrowed the gap to two, 3-1 Giants. And now the Silvertips with a bit of life as they go in behind the net after it. Lambos holding it in. Toth pressured along the wall by Campbell. Hofer and Zellweger assisting on that goal as the puck is cleared by the Giants. Lambos chipped back in. Leslie with Swetlikoff and Ng bearing in on him. Lankow up the middle. Swetlikov intercepting it and cleared up the left wing and softly into the Everett zone. Seeley behind the net. Plays it to the right wing, Hofer. Jacob Wright in after it. That's going to be icing and we'll take a break. 6.26 to go in the second. Giants three, Silvertips one, Sportsnet 6.50. Welcome back to the LEC. Pivotal junction now in the game with a 3-1 score. Ben Hemmerling on a redirect gets his first of the series. And the 6.26 remaining in this second period becomes magnified now as the Giants' lead is now at two. Clear to the right wing. And down the ice, Connor Hornick. Played to the right wing. And at center ice. Knocked down along the wall by Everett, and from their own zone, they'll skate it forward. Roost, nice pass forward, right. Drops for Roost, Ostopchuk comes away with it. He's going to send it down the ice, icing waved off. Hard rim around the wall for Everett, too far for Roost, and that's going to be an icing call on the Silver Tips. You know, the pace of the game right now for the Silver Tips is perfect a little lethargic for the Giants that you know that, that sharpness that we saw in the first period that paces down just a little bit and the silver tips will capitalize on you you know you just can't have the game slow down and you get careless defensively that's a recipe for danger face-off win for the silver tips cleared off the glass and out to center Austin Roost at the end of a shift is going to go for a change Palmieri left wing for Thorpe and now chasing after it is Lankow for the Giants along the left wing. Bodies converge in the near corner. Puck trying to be freed along the wing. Pinned in the corner still. Behind the net. Silver tips. Clear up the right wing boards. Palmieri at the line. Not out. Held in for the Giants. Now it does go out off Thorpe to center. Giants going to just send it right back in. And the attrition continues. 
Clear to the line, not out. Palmieri, a shot redirected. Ostopchuk on a backhand. Holt slides to his left on the sharp angle and made the save. Alex caught, trying to get it deep. Everett going to knock it forward. Seeley to the right wing. And Seeley backing up, had Lysel lurking. Campbell now going to get it deep, and now Swetlikoff going to barrel after it. Palmieri behind the net, very calm with Swetlikoff in after him. Played up the right wing by Cotton ahead for Lysel. Palmieri going to follow up and get it deep. Holt behind his net. The Everett goaltender just ushers it to his right. Gibson. Long pass too far. Picked away. And Gibson going to bring it back for Everett. Around his net to the right wing. Courtney. Near side. Bocek for the Giants intercepts. Lost it. Race for it. Leslie won it. Zellweger for Everett. Reverses. Played to the left wing and now in. Good breakout forward for Courtney, trying to get it deep, but Mazden Leslie defending it about as well as you can, and it's a fairly seamless clear for the Giants. Now Seminat forcing a steal. He's going to take it. Left wing centered. No one there. Everett going to bring it back along the left wing. Zaplitny settling a bouncing pucker, trying to. Seminat doing well to stick with it, and the Everett Silvertips have to go back into their own zone to get it. Seminat. Pretty tenacious on the game for the 16-year-old forward. Jacob Wright flipped forward by Everett. That's going to be too far, though, and that's going to be another icing. I agree. Semenek is, you know, well, he's caught our attention all year, too. But you got to remember, he once played for Chad, you know, Scar for the Vancouver Giants, former Vancouver Giant. In fact, he was a key part for this t Giant team was uh, Scarfy when they played in the 06 Memorial Cup. And... Um, you know, he's obviously relayed some of that information on what he's learned to uh, to Semenek. Dan, I, I don't like the pace of the play right now. I, I It just feels like, you know, there could be a penalty go either way, and that could, you know, in a, in a two-goal game, that, that could be a huge difference maker. Everett going to send the puck down the ice, though, and that is going to, oh, they're going to wave it off. They're going to say Camazola took his sweet time. And now on the left wing, Camazola going to skate it forward. Nearly lost it, got it back though, and is going to get it deep. Sutter for Everett, bumped by Lees. Sutter stays on his feet, plays it around the boards. Hemmerling dodging a check, trying to play it along the wall. Lambos going to reverse around the net for Aiden Sutter. Sutter reversal. Lambos, long feed forward, it chipped free. Giants doing a good job staying positionally sound. Adam Hall going to try and bring it back. Spins and fires. Shot goes wide. Cotton towards the front of the net. Went through the goalie's glove and up the other side. Lysel in the corner. Right wing. Stays on his feet. Finding some open ice along the right wing. Lysel. Hall on a backhand. That's blocked. Hemmerling just going to golf it out to center. And now a break pass. Ostopchuk by the D. All alone. Ostopchuk scores! The player of the week in the Western Hockey League is Zach Ostopchuk, and he restores the Giants' three-goal lead. Yeah, just when plays were getting sloppy, there wasn't a whole lot happening, you know that that line's going to come out and get something done. This is Ostopchuk getting himself open. Watch, he mishandles the puck. His hands are so good, he still is able to get that puck back. And watch where he takes it. He's calling for the puck. Now there's good acceleration. Separate. 
get away. That puck bounces on him. He stays with it, goes low side, blocker side, finds the back of the net, and it's a big, big three-goal lead again for Vancouver. Alex Cotton gets the lone assist. I thought that was Lysel's pass. But Cotton in on the goal. And a three-goal lead once more for the Vancouver Giants in game six. With time ticking away in period two. Just 90 seconds now to go. Seeley can't clear it past Lees. Rimmed around along the left side. Toth trying to keep it deep. Lees doesn't check Hofer. Hofer's pass through feet and Ty Thorpe will spin. Thorpe dodges one, check nearly lost it. Now it's center ice. The Giants get it back into the Everett zone. A rare defensive lapse and it was stop check. That stretch pass allowed him to get in behind. Thorpe, Lees, circle, cuts to the slot. Lees, a shot through, save made. Leslie centered. And a save made. And the puck is behind the Everett net. And Lees slams the sticker. Lankow slams his stick. I think Lankow got hurt on the play as he was checked in front of that net. Cleared high off a giant and out of play. 28.4 seconds to go here in the second. There is Big Zach, the captain and doesn't say an awful lot in the dressing room, but when he talks, everybody does listen. Not a rah-rah guy, but isn't that interesting? You needed a goal desperately, and who gets it for you? Zach Ostopchik, that's a goal and two assists in this hockey game for the guy taking that face-off right now for the Vancouver Giants. Good face-off win. Clean win. Lysel in the left circle, trying to center it for Ostopchuk. Pinned away by Zellweger. Zellweger to the right, Swetlikoff. Cleared it to the line, and forward. Knocked down along the wall. Zellweger in the middle. Crossing in. Lost it. Cleared by the Giants. And with time expired here in the second period. Giants four. Silvertips one. Third period looms at the LEC. Yeah, you saw that last rush by Zellweger, Dan, eh? I mean, it was one on four. That play was going nowhere. Defended perfectly. And from a giant stand, or from an Everett standpoint, obviously tremendous amount of, uh, you know, effort there to try to make something happen. It was a forced play. Vancouver covered it perfectly. And Feichmann just doing such a good job in net again for Vancouver. Vancouver Giants and the Everett Silvertips. 40 minutes are in the books. A 4-1 lead for the Vancouver Giants. And we're going to put the headset on Connor Horning here in a moment and have a brief conversation with him. He had the opening goal of this game tonight, did Connor Horning. And right now, the Vancouver Giants and Connor Horning with a 4-1 lead in the hockey game. Connor, uh, walk me through the first 40 minutes of tonight's game. Obviously a spirited first and a big goal from Zach Ostomchuk to restore momentum in the second period. Yeah, big time. That was a huge goal by Zach there. I mean, uh, we kind of lost a bit of momentum. We kind of got off our game there. But, um, you know, as soon as we kind of 
start to play our game again, uh, you know, good things happen, and that's exactly what happened there. Hey, talk about your goal. It was so important. It came early. Connor, it was a one nothing goal. It was the opening goal of the game. It was on a power play. How did uh, you set yourself up for Lysel and Ostopchik to find you? Yeah, I mean, it kind of just popped out there, and, uh, you know, we've, we've been working on our, our breakouts and stuff, so, um, you know, just filling lanes there, and uh, made a play. Had a wide open net there, and uh, so I just had to hit the net there and end up going in. Good luck in the second and third, Connor. Thanks for this. Thank you very much. That's Connor Horning after 40 minutes of play. Vancouver Giants 4. Everett Silvertips 1. We'll take a break. We're back with the second period scoring summary next. White Swan, Vancouver Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 40 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants Intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. And we welcome back, uh, we welcome you back to the LEC. 4-1 after two. The Vancouver Giants leading the Everett Silvertips. Second period scoring summary presented by Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal after 40 minutes. 23-17, the Giants out shooting Everett. Giants in that period had 11 shots. The Silvertips with only four. It was a 3-0 lead in the first period for the Giants. Goals, bang, bang, bang from Horning, Cotton, and Leslie. Ben Hammerling, though, Bill, 12-40 into the second period, put Everett on the board. Yeah, the play came up the wall uh, through the neutral ice area, right down below us. Uh, a wonderful challenge, Vancouver Giant challenging the puck area. Got a little deeper inside the offensive uh, defensive zone for Vancouver. I thought there was another good challenge. I liked the defensive part of that whole play as it happened. And then a whole, I think it was Hofer got the puck to the front of the net. Zellweger, I think it's a little bit of a piece of it anyway. Hemmerling bats it in and Everett, you know, with the, with a really, really important goal. Instead of trailing 3-0, uh, it was only their fourth shot on goal in the period. Uh, and it was 3-1 at that point for the still for the Vancouver Giants. But you felt, I don't want to say you felt something slipping, but you didn't feel really comfortable. Just over five minutes later, though, at 17.51, Zach Ostopchuk, the benefactor of a wonderful feat from Alex Cotton. And you heard Connor Horning just talk about, you know, they got away from their system a little bit. That's what we felt. I didn't like the pace. I thought it was, you know, I, I was worried with a 3-1 for Vancouver. i got to be honest with you. I thought maybe if that next power play goes against the Vancouver Giants, you got a problem. But uh, you got, again, your experienced guys. Nobody in this game, I don't think, for either team has played in an elimination game. So the, the pressure and everything that's happening is a little bit new to everybody. But Cotton makes a stretch pass from his own zone to Ostopchuk to the far blue line. And you can see in the replay, Dan, he's got a stick up. He's calling for it. He knows he's in a good spot. He puts it on a stick. You like the separation. How Ostopchuk goes in. Puck bounces crazily on him. He's got to re-corral it all on his way to the net. And then he goes slow, stick side, glove side rather, on the goal goaltender hold. And he restores that three-goal lead. His third, by the way, third point of the game as well, sounded like this. Lysel in the corner, right wing, stays on his feet, finding some open ice along the right wing. Lysel, Hall on a backhand, that's blocked. Hemmerling just going to golf it out to center. And now a break pass, Ostopchuk by the D. All alone, Ostopchuk scores! 
The player of the week in the Western Hockey League is Zach Ostopchuk, and he restores the Giants' three-goal lead. The play of the period for the Vancouver Giants results in a 4-1 lead. 20 minutes to go as the Giants, 4-1, they lead after two periods of play. We'll take a break to the banquet hall. We go right after this, White Spot Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center where I think I can, I think I can, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we are, we've got cheers because the home side is leading 4-1. 20 minutes away from history, cautiously optimistic. I just posted on uh, Twitter an office meme of Michael Scott saying, I'm not superstitious, I'm a little stitious. So anything can happen in 20 minutes, but I see a lot of happy faces here. The Vancouver Giants are leading the Everett Silvertips 4-1 after two. They also lead the series three games to two, chasing history. But we'll get to that in just a moment. Take a breath. I am Caroline Frolic. This is White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. Joining me now, Gary Ahuja, Manager of Communications and Media here at the LEC Vancouver Giants. We were just talking in the break. Oh, my goodness. Cautiously optimistic. Unbelievable. I actually booked this week off, so I came into work tonight when there's a game six. But it, I'm, I'm happy to be working today and great atmosphere tonight. I think this is, uh, you know, we're very happy to be working tonight, especially with uh, what's going on. But still, again, 20 minutes ago, these Everett Silver Tips were the top seed for a reason. It ain't over yet. What do you want to see from the Giants uh, in the uh, final frame? You know what? Just how they played in the first period. Like Bill was mentioning there, they got away from their game in the second period. Everett was able to get one on the board, but the Giants corrected that. If they play like they did in the first 20 minutes, this team is going to make history. Oh, can't even say it. Knock on wood. Everybody knock on everything. Knock on wood. All right, all right. We're being impartial journalists here. Now, you're the manager of communications and media. What is a day in the life like for you? No no two days are ever the same. There's social media, there's pictures, there's writing, there's press releases, there's just planning for the next event. And, and that's what I love about the job is it's, it's always fun. It's always game day. Now, in games like this, are you looking ahead to the fun social media post or are you just a little stitious and not wanting to get ahead of yourself? I haven't written anything on my press release so far. It's in my head, but I won't put it to paper until I know it's official. But yeah, it's, it's just planning what you're going to write. And there's so many great stats out there. Steve Ewan had, or from the Vancouver province had, it took the Giants 21 regular season games to get four victories. And they could do this in six games if they're able to hang on here for 20 more minutes. Just things like that. Just uh, I'm a real numbers guy, so I've got all the numbers in my head ready to go for should, should the 20 minutes go the home side's way. Mm-hmm. Look at you spouting out the stats. I love it. I, and I haven't written anything either. I have, I have it up here in the slow cooker, but I'm not, re, I'm not writing anything down yet. We're not jinxing it. And, and again, we are impartial journalists here. Uh, so what is your day going to be, be like tomorrow should the score hold? Should the score hold? It'll be all about getting ready for round two in the Kamloops Blazers, seeing when obviously it'll start in Kamloops for games one and two on Friday, Saturday, I'd imagine, and just getting ready for next week's home games then. I'm sure they've got some dates circled, held for the Giants. Should 
should this have happened. So it'll be a matter of getting everything ready for, for round two. Now, we were talking again in the break. Uh, we do a lot of talking in the break here on a White, Spa- White Spot Vancouver Giants hockey. We were talking during the break about the really dark stretch for the Vancouver Giants, where it was a big string of losses. And then all of a sudden, they've bounced right back. What can you attribute that to? Obviously, getting just Jesper uh, Weichmann back, he left it March 4th. So, you know, had he been healthy, I think the Giants would have not limped their way into the playoffs. I think, what was it, one win in their final 12 games. Having him back, that's, that's huge. I think it just gives the team a bit more confidence. Other two goalies are young goalies. They even played an underager up there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just having that calm confidence back there, you know, 50 saves in, in, in game, game five. Who saw that coming? And uh, he's got, uh, what does he have? He's got 16 saves tonight, if my uh, spidey senses are, are correct tonight. You are correct. Look at me go. Look at me, the numbers. Uh, well, Gary Ahuja, thank you so much for joining us. We are four minutes away from the third period, and history, knock on wood. Thanks for having me, and, and let's see what happens in the next 20 minutes. Thank you, Gary. That's Gary Ahuja, Manager of Communications and Media here for the Vancouver Giants at the LEC. We've been saying the score, 4-1 Vancouver Giants over the Everett Silvertips. Still 20 minutes left to play. The Silvertips were the one seed for a reason. Uh, Giants holding their own and then some. We're going to send it back upstairs to Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms after this on White Spot Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time for the third period of Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center as the third period is here. Vancouver Giants, four. The Everett Silvertips, one. A 4-1 lead for the Giants and a chance with a successful third period. A chance to advance for the Giants. Not out of the woods yet, not by a long shot. The Silvertips. You want to push, you are going to get a heck of a push from the Silver Tips here in this third period. Let's see what the Giants have up their sleeve. They will go left to right on your radio dial and your webcast screen here in this third period, and we are underway. And the puck is chipped into the Everett zone. Justin Lee's a quick shot from the right wing, and Braden Holt forced to make an early sliding save to his left. I, I am so impressed with the Vancouver Giants holding the Silver Tips to only four shots on goal in that uh, second period. 17. I mean, what a difference from the 50 the other night. Obviously, we knew that would be a factor coming into this building where I honestly think uh, this Giant team feels very, very much more comfortable playing at the Langley events than they did at any time this season. But you know what? I mean, three goal, there's many three goal leads in junior hockey that have been overcome many and the vancouver giants looking to keep as much play as possible to our right campbell for everett into the corner it goes for Swetlikoff along the right wing zacko stop chuck in the corner pomeri plays the puck behind the net and up it comes to the left wing Seely, good positioning there by Ostopchuk. clear to the line not out 
It'll go around the boards to the left side and good clear by Adam Hall winning the race and knocking it forward. One minute gone here in the third. Here's Jacob Wright crossing in. A shot through a screen, save made. Shots from everywhere for Everett. As Ty Thorpe behind the net lost it. Wright spins. Thorpe blocked it. They'll try the rebound. That went off Toth and why? Clear to the right wing now for Fabian Lysel. So much of the key in the playoffs is to learn how to win. And the Giants, as Colton Lankow, in some discomfort as he makes his way to the bench. He has proven to be an incredibly valuable piece to the Giants here in the playoffs. Lees going to backhand it deep. And another valuable piece is Kyle Bocek out to take Lankow's place. Yeah, really impressed. Not, uh, I'm not surprised, but I have been very impressed. I've liked 23 every time he played for the Vancouver Giants at any time. Liked him at camp. Leslie left side. In front for Bocek. Tipped. Save made. Braden Holt. Kyle Bocekville. 12th round pick. Yeah. Colton Lankow. Fourth round pick. Yeah, the 12th round pick Sorry, is the fifth, same. Fifth round, my Yeah, the same round as, uh, you know, Braden Holt. The last two players taken in the draft. But did you see Leslie again? Uh, Venture deep into the offensive zone and got the puck across the crease area to Bocek. There, like I said earlier, I'm so impressed with his ability to get to where he wants to go and get there quickly and, and robustly. I mean, Bocek ends up in a lot of confrontations in, bad, in a bad mood. Great use of the term robustly from Bill Wilms here in the third period. As the Giants left wing. Playing defense as the Silvertips bring it back. Connor Horning, steady and strong. Ostopchuk offside, trying to walk that fine line, carrying the puck across as he gets up to his feet. When you talk about robust players, you always like guys that rode in on an ugly horse that night. You know, they, <laughs> they're just, they're just, they're, they're just in a bad mood. And, and you know what? Those guys are like that. The, the, the Bocheks, the... Oh, yeah. You, you know, the, the Lanko? I mean, Lanko can't ever come to a game happy. Huh? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, I mean, you, sh you should see the truck that he drives. Yeah. I mean, he Colton Lankow is as throwback as it gets. Kyle Bocek, much of the same. And those are two bodies, Bill, in this series, to this point anyway, that have done some very valuable things. You talk about the Everett Silvertips and their injury situation, and it's been well documented. But sitting beneath us in this press box right now, 19-year-old Peyton Mount, 19-year-old Cole Shepard, 19-year-old Jacob Boucher, 19-year-old Caden Cole. You know what I don't like about that? Only three of them can play next year. Tipped on goal by Bocek and a save made by Holt. Left wing side. Wide it goes. Ty Thorpe behind the net. Wrapping it around and Bocek out of the air. And I think they're going to call a hand pass here on the Giants as we've played 3-0-2 here in the third. There, there's another guy, number eight, Ty Thorpe with that wraparound attempt. I'll swear if this game was played on the ground, his uniform would be the dirtiest. He just, he's just so aggressive. He just puts his head down and, and works. The thing about Ty Thorpe, we said this from day one, you don't ever have to worry about what he brings to a game. His work ethic is always gonna be there. And he, he, he just, there's nothing flashy about his game. 
Ostomchuk to take the draw. This and has been the most important and most impressive part of this series. Hall, shots save Holt. As Adam Holt, just a dog on a bow and chasing that puck and now a steal. Ostomchuk found Leslie, a shot through, glove save made from Braden Holt. And the puck sometimes just finds you. Sometimes, Bill, it's a magnet. It's been a magnet all series for Adam Hall, Zach Ostopchuk, and Fabian Lysel. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to mention this before. Braden Holt, you know, the kid from Bozeman, Montana. There's first Montana player ever taken in the National Hockey League draft with Jake Sanders, and he was a good one. Oh, was he ever. You know, with Ottawa. Fifth and overall his dad, pick. Yeah, and exactly. Many of you know that stuff. His dad, Jeff Sanderson, former NHLer and a good one. Former Canuck, former Whaler, former Blue Jacket. Uh, twice a Canuck, I believe, was Jeff Sanderson. But Bozeman, you know, not obviously the hockey hotbed that, let's say, Billings is. Billings, Montana has no. Has, there, there's some good hockey players from around that area, but... Uh, Again, it's been an issue for Van, for uh, Everett since Dustin Wolf and, uh, you know, and Carter Hart. You came so used to seeing those those guys tend and goal for this Everett Silvertip team. But, you know, still a lot of work to do. I mean, we're closing in on now the five-minute mark of this period. And, again, I don't know if there's been a shot on goal. Yeah, there's been one Everett Silvertip shot on goal. And, again, Vancouver playing that that good defensive structure right now. They're winning races, they're in good body position. They lost it, what, for about four minutes in period two? And the Silvertips scored as a result of it. Exactly. Play in the neutral zone now as the Giants pressure it forward. Semenuk at the line as the Giants, just very methodical. Up ice, Connor Horning, terrific series for him, especially lately, games four and onward. Left wing side, Jacob Wright gets by him. Now finds some open ice. Funding on the play. Hemmerling hit the post. Ben Hemmerling down the right wing wall had a little too much room and time. He found iron. And the puck is cleared out to center. And then back into the Giants zone by the Silvertips. Icing called. 4.31 gone in the third. Giants 4, Everett 1. Yeah, I like Wright's you know, entry into the offensive zone. That was Everett Silvertips. You know, right with a wonderful job accelerating, getting that puck over to Hemmerling on that right side, and he gets a pretty good look. And again, Iron, wonderful music to goaltender when that puck. Uh, what did Bay you know, always say? Uh, you got a, a round puck and a and a round post, and it hits it square. <laughs> How does that work? And, and Patrick Waugh used to talk to his posts and thank them. Left side, Hofer trying to barrel it across for Everett. Cadu plays it to the wing. Hofer, left wing side, Hemmerling to the point for Sutter. That'll go to the far corner. And Palmieri, nice battle along the wall to win it free, but he didn't clear it. And now Hall will try. He'll reverse it, and Tom Cadu should have a bit of room in time as he'll slowly skate it forward up the right wing. That pass onside, Thorpe, his drive, Holt the save. And he covers up the rebound for a whistle. And the both teams very careful now, Bill, with scrums after the whistle. You do not want to take an undisciplined penalty. Good stretch pass right on the stick of Thorpe. The shot, and he watched Thorpe go for his own rebound. You talk about wanting to get there, and he's got to put up with all kinds of bad breath coming at him from guys trying to check him. And 
you know, he's just there. He just works so hard. Thorpe in the faceoff circle. Clean win for Everett. Played around the boards to the right wing for Hunter Campbell. And chipped off Mazden Leslie and into the Vancouver Giants bench. 29-18, the shots for the Giants as they lead game six, 4-1. Power play has really been a difference in this series, hasn't it? 12 for 31 for the Vancouver Giants in this series. So 12 of their total goals, certainly well over half. 12 of the 27. Now when you factor in the three scored tonight by the Vancouver Giants. Zellweger at the left point. Up Main Street, high backhand, didn't go wide by much. Played behind the net. Giants win it free, Thorpe. Left wing, Bocek. Ahead for Lees. Bocek now getting a regular shift with this line. Lankow is not sure if he's quite at 100% given his the toll this series has taken on him. Swetlikov played the puck. Freed by the Giants, and now Palmieri. Safely up the left wing. That's going to hit an Everett Silvertip stick. And Anderson, behind his net, will play it forward. Left wing side, Cotton. Back to get it. Rimmed around the boards, and out of the reach of Anderson. Is this going to go for an icing? Yes, it will. 6.25, gone in the third, Giants 4, Everett 1, White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 6.50. Welcome back to the LEC, 13.35 to go here in the third period. A 4-1 lead for the Vancouver Giants. Goals tonight, Horning, Cotton, Leslie, and Ostopchuk. Face off to the right of Jesper Weichmann and the pass too far for Olin Zellweger. And this third period, every clear, every failed keep in. Killing precious time away from the clock. Rimmed around the boards, right side, Matt Edwards. Down the ice and could draw weight on that clear for Edwards not to ice the puck. Clear to the boards. And up high. Knocked down by Hemmerling. Tom Cadu, his pass to the right wing, Lees got checked at center. That one hit the linesman though, and that allows the Giants to catch a bit of a break. Thorpe, what hustle to win a 50-50 race with Hofer, and the Giants get the puck deep. Fans applauding the effort of the Vancouver Giants. Now along the left wing, Lees, Bocek throws a check. Kept in for a moment, now Swetlikoff a pass forward. Toth on his horse, trying to get there ahead of Roost. Roost, back in the corner for Svetlikov, bouncing puck, Bocek plays it, Lees, good second effort to clear it. Ty Thorpe going to gain the center line and dump it in. Eight minutes nearly gone, third period. 4-1 Giants, left wing, Ostopchuk, kept in along the left wing side. Seeley in front of his own net, played up the left wing side, golf forward. Toth, rimmed around, Hall, good clear. Out to center and back, Evan Toth with room, with time, cleared forward. Mazden Leslie will bring it forward. Chipped into the far corner. 
Lysel in after it on Lambos. Sutter played forward. Right wing, Bo Courtney. Lysel, or Leslie, ahead for Lipinski. Chipped in and just a responsible period so far here for the Vancouver Giants. Collision. Oh, and Julian Cull takes a penalty along the far wall. Everett to their third power play. And the Giants go to the PK for a third time tonight. You know, you, you, you disrupt what, what, what wasn't happening. Not a whole lot of things happening. So you want to be careful on this kind of a hit. You just don't want to put your team shorthanded. You know, for defensive structure in a hockey game, the most exciting thing is when nothing exciting is happening. And, you know, for this, for most of this period, one shot on goal. I mean, there's almost nine minutes played, and the tips of one shot on goal. And on a, on a power play, and again, you test your PK fair amount. There's a nice clear. Evan Toth has done that about four or five times tonight already. And a big one there is Horning won it free to him. 11 minutes to go here in the third. Everett on their third power play of the night. Zellweger to the right wing. Svetlikov a shot blocked by Connor Horning. Seeley, right point. Circle, Svetlikov. Left side, Zellweger. Slot, Seeley. Svetlikov fires. Vikman, the save. No rebound. First shot on goal on the power play so far for Everett. You know, Vikman, I, I don't know if he's been out of position on any on even on any shot I mean obviously goals not there's only one scored but watch him on this shot it's going to come from that five side of the ice and it gets through a bit of traffic there you know all six foot three of them stood up properly made that save look so ridiculously easy Giants don't clear off the faceoff win Seeley Lotion wide kept in by Zellweger Zellweger at the point can't get there can't hold it in and the first minute of the power play is over. 10.20 to play in the third. Zellweger, his pass hits Svetlikov. They'll regroup. Left wing side, right. His pass, Svetlikov, Tom Kadu. Good body positioning on Kadu to send Svetlikov to the corner. Puck free to the board. Zellweger across. Seeley scores! A tip in front of the net. It looks like Hofer got the whack at it. And with exactly 10 minutes to go in the third period, there's new life in the Silver Tips. It's a 4-2 game. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a scrum. Who comes out of the scrum with a puck? Most of the times you want to create a loose puck. You had a couple things happen there. The Silver Tips win this battle. They win this scrum. All right, now you get it to the far side of the ice. That's perfect. Now you got traffic in front of the net. So you got the win of the scrum, you got the cross-ice possession. Uh, you know, really a solid play offensively to just get it in the hands of Seeley who can shoot the puck. And when it went defense to defense, if you will, um, that allowed traffic to build up in front of the net. You saw Hofer in there, you saw a couple other guys. Now, you know, Lysel, breakaway pass the other way! Stopped by Holt, rebound, Hall wax at it! Puck loose and covered up by Braden Holt. Wow. You take your eyes off the play for just a second, and if Lysel's got the puck, he's gone with it. 
what entry. What 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 a terrific burst of speed. Doesn't get a whole lot better than this. Four or five strides. Credit Holt for making a really good yeah. save and haul there for the rebound. Look at Holt come all the way out to battle like Mark, Mark that that save down. That's an important one. A two-goal game with 9.44 to play here in period three. Face-off in Everett territory. Hall keeps that puck pinned. Hofer from Zellweger and Seeley. And here comes Everett across the line. Campbell, Hofer, Hemmerling. Shot point blank. Feichman square to it. Save made. And all of a sudden, it's Everett with a little bit of momentum and a little bit of belief. Yeah, that's all they need. Yeah, I mean, you, you just can't. I'll tell you this. You don't want to give another power play, Dan. No. You just, you just don't. And, and honestly, I, I I think Cole's going to be a heck of a hockey player for this team, but you can't have a guy that's fourth on, you know, really on that fourth line take that penalty. They face off now in the giant zone. 9-22 with which to play. Swetlikoff and Thorpe to face off. Face off win for Everett. Anderson, though, can't get there, and the puck is clear. Dylan Anderson. Lees, uh -oh. no wow. hand in the air. A, a bit of an excuse-me play. And now Thorpe trying to cut in on a backhand. Bocek, backhander, hold the save. Rebound, Bocek behind the net, trying to have a look. Nearly tucked it in. That could have been ball game. But the Giants... Come up empty, and now a loose puck in the goal mouth area, and Connor Horning, the veteran player, just going to spin in his own zone. What a chance there for Thorpe and Bocek. Colton Lankow at the edge of the bench hasn't played a shift in this third period. Bocek playing a ton for the Vancouver Giants, and here comes Everett with room. Campbell poked out the puck by Evan Toth. Now a silver tip falls along the wall. Hemmerling. Left wing side, Anderson, or, uh, Campbell for Hemmerling to the point for Gibson. Gibson checked. Ostopchuk trying to pin it along the wall. Freed. And a chance now for Lysel. He's just going to knock it back for Toth. Good safe clear. Zellweger, though, knocking it down at the line. Eight minutes to go in the third. And the Giants. Hall steals. Left corner all alone. Lysel high and wide. Thorpe. Freed to the point, Toth a drive, save, rebound, Lysel through the open paint. Cleared by Everett. Giants come close again, and the Everett silver tips are going to ice. No, they're not going to ice the puck. Back to the right wing, Jacob Wright. Right side, Wright kept in, centered, Roos, point blank, he ripped it wide. Loose on a backhand, cleared up the middle. Back to the point. They need a block. Seeley shot blocked there by Alex Cotton. Can Lee's clear? Yes. Bocek charging hard. Freed for Thorpe. Thorpe cuts in and a shot over the goal. Left wing leaves. Seven minutes to go in the third period. Vancouver Giants four. Silvertips three. Ing to the slot. Blocked by Cadu. 
Kept in at the point by Zellweger. Spins away from Lees. Zellweger to the slot. Lees tried to dive and block it. Zellweger up high. He hit the crossbar. And the puck deflects out of play. Yikes. Take a breath. Vancouver Giants 4. Silvertips 2. The finale is next on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the third period of game six. Giants four, silver tips two, 6.46 to go, and Zellweger, a crossbar, nearly put Everett back within one. Face-off win for the silver tips. Zellweger wide on Thorpe, cutting in on a backhand. Good defense for the Giants, they clear it. Bocek stays on his feet, spins with the puck, left side, drop pass, Thorpe, behind the goal, side of the net, Thorpe, oh, he fired wide, Bocek and Thorpe, very close to putting the Giants ahead by three, here's Hofer, left wing, carries it wide on Canoe, left wing corner, down goes Hemmerling, puck freed for Palmieri, Cleared off the glass and out to center. Six minutes to go in the third. Four to the score. Left side, Swetlikoff. Wide, centered. Up the other side, Adam Hall. Racing got there. Loose puck in the slot. Cleared by Connor Hornick. Now Lysel knocks his man down. Here come the Everett Silvertips along the right wing side. Behind the net and rimmed around. Lysel ahead, puck cleared. And now forward. Shot back in by Everett, out of play we go. 5.26 to go in the third period. You know, I, I really like the responsible shifts in their own zone the last probably two times the Giants have been on the ice. And again, you know, it's a stop to call and, you know, in Lysel, this is as close as Vancouver comes offensively here from behind the net. How does Thorpe just not get his hands on that puck? Probably a little over aggressive to get it the first time and double clutched a little bit, missed it. But the exits out of the Vancouver zone, I, I think the next 526 left in this third period, I think the next probably three minutes are probably the most important three minutes in this series about Vancouver with possession in their own zone. Zellweger, a shot, Blakeman the save, 521 with which to play in the third period of game six. Well, Zellweger's taking this game over by himself now. I mean, he's leaving it all on the ice. There's nothing that he can't do. There's nothing he's not trying to do. But uh, again, safe, responsible, puck-managed place when Vancouver's got it on their stick. Cleared off the glass and out to center. Zellweger backs up and a long pass up the wing. Toth diving, made the play, and then lost his helmet. He's got to get off the ice quickly. Mazden Leslie behind his net. Five minutes to go in the third period. Giants lead by two. Ty Thorpe at the blue line. Rink wide across. Lysel is going to be offside, and that's going to stop play with 4.48 to go here in the third period. 
Yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind those shifts. I think from Michael Dick's standpoint, this is very, very critical here as to, you know, what kind of line matchups. You still have that last shift. Zellweger is, like I said, is probably by far the most dangerous player in the last eight, ten minutes of this hockey game. Swetlikov on the ice right now, number 90 for the Everett Silvertips, too. Obviously, he was, a, you know, the leading scorer on this hockey club. The three 20-year-olds, Swetlikov, Hunter Campbell, and Johnny Lambos for this Everett Silvertip team. And you got to watch 90 out there for sure. That's a good force. Good work there by the Vancouver Giants to get it deep. And now along the left wing, clear to the wall, up the middle, Ostopchuk knocks it down, left side, Damian Palmieri scores! Four twenty-eight to go in the third, the fourth defenseman of the night to score, and it's Damian Palmieri, 5-2 Giants. You watch Zach Ostopchuk delay to read the play. Look, watch me. Delaying, he delays, he pulls away from the action, finds Palmieri over on the other side. Palmieri moves into the face-off circle. Boy, that's that's impressive puck possession by Zach there. That's a shot that simply beats goaltender, and that should be the difference in this hockey game. I'm not sure I want to say that yet, but it was another point for Ostopchuk. And four defensemen, like you say, Damian Palmieri, and an assist for Ostopchuk because why not? Connor Hornick, shot from the point. Another assist for Lysel and Ostopchuk. Left wing side, Hofer chips it along the right wing, center. And now cleared forward, right wing, leads. Shot, Holt the save, rebound cleared away. Now in the middle, Svetlikov. Knocked down. And cleared forward. 3.40 with which to play here in game six. And a 5-2 lead for the Vancouver Giants. Toth played behind the net. Up the left wing. And the Giants along the right wing. Roost. Spins and played it to the right. Lysel carries it forward. Ostopchuk trying to split through. He's hauled down. Score! Adam Hall follows it up. Another point for Ostopchuk. And the rebound from Hall is his seventh of the series. 6 2. And is that the dagger of the series? Lysel with another assist. What a job of one-handed pass by Ostopchuk. And that guy there, Adam Hall, you want one guy that you could say you didn't expect quite this performance from? It's Adam Hall, the goal scorer. That is the whole line getting together in perfect sync to make that happen. Listen to the announcement. just been so good. 
And the Giants are 2.30 away. Behind the goal, the Silver Tips. Behind the net, will play it up the left wing. And knocked forward. Behind the net, Feichmann lost a handle. Centered in front, Bocek. As the We Want Kamloops chant echoes through the LEC. Well, they're going to get him. The Vancouver Giants along the wall. You know, Dan, I, I, we'll talk about it on the postgame show, but those 11 goals Vancouver scored here the other night, that absolutely put this team on the ropes. It almost put them on the canvas. That was unbelievable that this Everett Silvertip team would give up 11 goals in any game. They scored six themselves that night and ended up losing. They've had no answer, none, zero, for the Ostopchuk Lysel Hall line. They have just taken the game at key parts in this series. That line has taken this game by the by the horns and made the difference. And it really, I mean, it was a great season for the Everett Silvertips. 45 wins. What did they get? 100 points on the button. And they're going to go out with a one versus eight. Never been done before. Never been done. In the history of the WHL, Swetlikoff a chance in close. And a quick shot, they score. Johnny Lambos with a buck 25 to go. And that will make it 6-3. Well, the only guy disappointed about that is the goaltender, Bikeman. Uh, you know, Lambos, a defenseman, moves in, gets into a sweet spot, and, you know, let's you know give credit where it's due. This is a win the race at this point with the puck. It comes over to the right side, and Lambos is going to snap it through a lot of traffic. I will tell you right now, you can tell by Vikman's waving his arm a little bit, saying, I never saw the puck. That's okay. 6-3 Vancouver. This one is ITB. Isn't it? In the bag. My friend Dan Russell I did so many games with. Got me my start in the Western Hockey League broadcasting. He was an in the bag guy. The Vancouver Giants, a face-off win for Everett. 120 to go here in the third period. And the Silvertips, Zaplitny, left wing side wide on Mazden Leslie. Puck in the corner. Still in his net for now is Braden Holt. We'll see if he leaves. Right wing corner behind the goal. Swetlikoff plays to the right wing side for Hunter Campbell. Campbell to the point, a fan shot. Lee's gonna knock it forward. Final minute here in the third. As this crowd on a Monday in the Langley Event Center. And we've got a penalty behind the play. It's gonna be a trip and I believe this is Lambos. The Giants are gonna end the game on a power play. You know, this Vancouver Giant team only won 10 games on home ice. And I've sat here with you, Dan, and said there were games in those 10. They looked terrific. They looked like a team that could play this kind of hockey. In fact, rumored at the start was that they would be one of the top teams in the Western Conference. It never came together that way. But boy, is this series ever some redemption. Lipinski up the left wing to Bocek. 
35 seconds to go in game six. Paul Mary gonna back it up into his own zone. And he's just gonna leave it behind the goal. 20 seconds to go at the LEC. We're gonna let the crowd take us home. have fallen. The Vancouver Giants have made history in 2022. We will see you in Kamloops Friday night after a 6-3 victory for the Vancouver Giants in game six. A six-game series victory. And an unprecedented victory for the Vancouver Giants over the Everett Silvertips. The Vancouver Giants tonight, 6-3 winners. The best part of this whole thing is the handshake at the end of a series. And the Everett Silvertips, a tremendously proud franchise and have to be commended for their season. For 20-year-olds, Alex Swetlikoff, Hunter Campbell, and Johnny Lambos, congratulations to you three on a wonderful WHL career, on three WHL careers. And the handshake line at center ice. The eighth seeded Vancouver Giants history. The first eighth seed since the switch of the playoff format to take down a one seed. So much mutual respect. Michael Dick giving his staff a pat on the back. GM Barkley Parnetta has made his way onto the ice. Dennis Williams and Michael Dick, of course, coaching the World Juniors together. Dean De Silva, former employee of the Vancouver Giants. Of course, his kinship with the Giants rings strong. Louis Moss and Keith McCambridge, former teammates in Alaska. The Everett Silvertips. Had a real tough go with injuries. But the Vancouver Giants have a round two date with the Kamloops Blazers. The three-time reigning BC Division champion, Kamloops Blazers.
Michael Dick shaking the hands of Alex Swetlikoff. And a nice embrace there with Louis Moss and Keith McCambridge. Dean and Mike. And Dennis Williams and Michael Dick at center ice. And a salute to the crowd. A six-game series victory for the Vancouver Giants over the Everett Silvertips. You just never know, do you? What an unbelievable night and a terrific series for the Vancouver Giants. Nobody wants to go home. And it's off to round two, Friday night against Kamloops. Games three and four back here at the LEC on Tuesday and Thursday. The dates of those games, Tuesday the 10th of May, Thursday the 12th. We are gonna go down to ice level right now and do our best to connect with Vancouver Giants forward Kyle Bocek. Kyle, can you hear me down there? Yeah, you're cutting in and out, but I hear you. Cut, come a little closer to the window, a little closer to the ice if you can, buddy. There you are. Sure. Uh, um, Kyle, what a game for you. What a game for your team. Can you do your best for me right now to just put it into words what this means for the Vancouver Giants to win this series? Yeah, you know, we, we came into the series, underdogs, everybody had... Uh, Everett over us and at the end of the day we knew we had to just go one game at a time and uh, we really pulled through as a team and it's just what a feeling you know just unbelievable. Kyle in, in late March you rejoined the Giants um, because of injuries and you have now made your way up to the second line on this team and played a huge role in the series what a journey it's been for you. Sorry, can you repeat that? You cutting it out here. What, what a journey it's been for you rejoining the Giants in March. Just talk about the return to the Giants and yeah. what it's meant for you. Yeah, you know, uh, came back because of injury, and I knew that uh, I'm, I'm a good enough player to be here, and so I just took every game one step at a time, kept improving, you know. Practices were key, and uh, I got my opportunity, and I, I think I made the best of it for sure. Um, Kyle, at, at what point in this series did you guys genuinely believe that this was possible? Sorry, you're cutting really bad here. Yeah. Uh, you know what? One more time, we'll try, Kyle. Sure. At, at what point in time in the series did you realize that you that this was possible for you? Uh, you know, actually, uh, I think game one. Really, I uh, I got my opportunity there with some injury and. Uh, I uh, forecheck, you know, I'm a real simple guy. Forecheck hard, create turnovers, and uh, just make plays, and that's what Dicker likes, and at the end of the day, it's good enough to keep me uh, where I'm going, and I gotta keep doing what we're doing against Kamloops here. Uh, just a quick thought from you, Kyle, about first the team at the other side, the Everett Silvertips, and then a thought about the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, the Everett Silvertips first, just a thought on them, Kyle. Yeah, you know, they, they're a hell of a team, obviously, you know, first team in the West, fourth in the country, you know, they play their hearts out, and uh, at the end of the day, we knew we had to come in and be hungry, and they gave us nothing easy, so at the end of the day, my hat's off to them. They're a hell of a hockey club. Uh, and just a quick thought for, about the Kamloops Blazers. You know, 
I'm actually really excited, you know, at the end of the day, it's the playoffs, anything can happen, as you can see here tonight, and uh, we're coming, we're coming hard. Go celebrate the win with your teammates, Will Kyle, do. thank you. Thanks, great Dan. Kyle Bocek, great stuff. The captain of the Vancouver Giants, Zacho Stopchuk on the ice right now with Caroline Frolic. Nobody wants to go home. The Vancouver Giants, the eighth seed, the underdog, off to round two to face their BC Division rivals, the Kamloops Blazers. Incredible. And the journey is not over yet. Zacho Stomchuk is done on the ice, and we will head to the banquet hall for some post-game reaction coming right up. Caroline Frolic and Bill Wilms will have that for you. Giants six, Silver Tips three, game over. Series over. Giants are off to round two. Post-game show is next on Sportsnet 650. Now time to break down the game. This is the Vancouver Giants post-game show on your home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Well, that was a game, was it not, Giants Nation? I am Caroline Frolic, joined by Bill Wilms. The Vancouver Giants have made history as the first eight seed to eliminate a top seed since this playoff format has been instituted. This is huge, this is history. Oh, final score, 6-3, by the way, if you're uh, keeping track at home. Uh, what a win, the Giants uh, eliminating the Everett Silvertips in six games. Next stop, Kamloops, Bill, Wilms. So many goals to talk about. Do you want to just start and go through each one? What did you see here? I know you were a little, not deflated in the second period, but oh. very No, I wasn't deflated. Anxious. It was, it, 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 well, we were concerned, obviously. I mean, yes. we've got to convey the story as it's happening. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they took a, you know, they took a th the three nothing lead and then, um, you know, Everett got within one on, or within two, made it three to one. A stop check makes it four to one, and they get back to, you know, within two. As long as this Everett Silvertip team uh, was going to be close, you had to be careful because you know, take a power play. Well, the power play goal, for example, that they scored to get within two, you wondered, okay, is there another one? Uh, those are always the concerns for me is that you give the other team exactly the advantage that, that they're looking for. But, the, you know, the long and the short is that after 40 minutes of play, that second period, the Everett Silvertips had four shots on goal. Mm -hmm. um, they had no answer to Vancouver's top line. Uh, that basically was, uh, you know, the answer, you know, the story of the, of the whole series. But I thought this game might be a little harder to win, but again, Vancouver played such a solid first period. They got off to such a wonderful start. They had three defensemen score three goals, one each, uh, opened the scoring at 115, extended it 2 nothing at 315, and then at 1143, uh, they made it 3 nothing. And um, you, you had two 20 year olds, Horning and Cotton, score goals. That's so important. You only have three 20 year olds, and they're defensemen. They got it going. Uh, you know, the third goal was 16 year old Mazden Leslie. Um, you know, and, and they were on a roll. They were playing with rhythm. And as, as I said, it got a little dicey in period number two, but they, they straightened the ship and, uh, and one really going away, to be honest with you. But um, every time you needed a change of momentum, every time you needed something out there to happen offensively, Ostopchik, Lysel, uh, Hall got it done. But it was the foot soldiers, the rest of the guys. I thought the depth players 
in this entire series for Vancouver were better than the depth players on the Everett Silvertip team. And that made a difference. When you, when you got into the lines of, uh, you know, in this game tonight, when you looked at uh, Lipinski and Bocek and Semenuk and, uh, you know, Cole, that, that was a massive line. You talk about Hall, Ostopchik, and Lysel, and then Lees, Thorpe, and Lanko. Well, you got into those bottom three guys. I, again, I don't think Van, or Everett had much of an answer for them. Every time those guys were on the ice, they and, and by the way, Lanko got, hold, got hurt, and that made a difference too, but they filled in perfectly with that. Oh, and the play of Jesper Weichmann, solid again. Not as tested this time around in terms of number of shots as he was in the last game, but making some key saves to keep his guys into this. Again, positionally he was so good, wasn't mm -hmm. he? I mean, pucks were hitting him, and, and he saw pucks in, in scrambles. He was able to pick out where the puck was. And you know what he does really well? Weichmann knows what happens after he makes the save, the consequence of your save. You just don't make a save and forget about it. You make a save and you have to focus on what happened after you made that save. Where did the puck go? Who's got it? Who's in position? Who's boxed out and who's not? Hey, I've said this so many times. Goaltenders make their reputation in the playoffs. And, and Weichmann, who had two back-to-back -back wonderful games in Prince George, where he was one, uh, 30 seconds away or a minute away from a shutout, both games back-to-back, that's not the reputation that he's going to remember it by. He's going to be remembered by what happened in this series. That 50 game or 50 shot uh, shutout he had the other night in the other game, that, that's the mark. Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights just licking their chops every time he takes to the ice. Now, another NHL team that's very excited with the prospect tonight's got to be the Ottawa Senators. I don't know what else that can do. Uh, his. <laughs> His improvement, his maturing, I remember, well, I will say this. When he was, he's 18, when he was 16 uh, as a rookie on this Vancouver Giant team, Michael Dick could put him out there in any situation other than trying to score a goal. He could put him on for key face-offs. He could put him on last minute of a period. He could put him on. He was the most conscientious 16-year-old I think I've seen. And then at 17 last year in that shortened season, the 24 games, he developed the ability to outskate people. He was able to separate. He was able to create space between the guy trying to check him and himself. And we've said this before, Ottawa drafted him, they, they called it a sensey pick. They sensed that the, ceil the ceiling was much higher than he had shown. Because he got drafted, Caroline, with only 24 career points. Yeah, they saw round. something. They saw something there. And now his size, his hands, his defensive awareness, his offensive awareness, his, his offensive game now, Zach Ostopchik's play has now gotten... His effectiveness has gotten so close to the net that you better have an answer for him. And again, I don't think Everett did. Not only tonight, I don't think they had an, they had an answer for him in the series. Uh, clearly not. And uh, Captain Zach, the first star 
of the game coming through on the ice and certainly off the ice as well. Uh, Jordan McKenzie was talking to me about the strength and conditioning coach of the Giants talking to me about it being an us versus them. Everyone doubts us, so we're going to show them. You know, Zach has got to have had some speeches in that locker room. I'd like to pick some of the uh, some of his teammates' brains about what he was saying to them. But the leadership on and off the ice as well is something that you just can't you can't teach. Your captain has to a couple things. He has to draw people in a battle with him. And uh, he also is the voice between the coach and the rest of the team. You got kids talking in one ear and you got management and coaches talking in the other ear and you got to balance that off and you got to make the right decisions. Um, and, you know, we had to pleasure of billeting him for a very short time back when he was 16 coming to training camp or was it even 15 I can't remember and he was he, he could see the leadership qualities in in him even then um, and then to look inside you know the player that's inside that uniform that's that's really really important and and in Carolina Zach let me put you this way the sum of the three guys is greater than any individual effort on that line. You put Lysel, you put Ostopchik and Hall together on the ice. What they do as a threesome, I, th I think, is, is, is more impressive, more effective than what they do individually. And it, it was a wonderful line. And the way they put them together, they came into tonight's game with 31 points, 12 goals and 19 assists. And Everett's top three, 15 goals, 11 assists, 26 points. So he came in with five extra points, and I didn't even count how many they got in tonight's game, the three of them. But they clearly were, they clearly were the best line in this series, this six-game series. And, and then the, the guys beyond them, the, the Lankels, Lipinskis, Bocek, and boy, did that Bocek have a good game tonight, number 23. Yeah. And Lankow, I that tilt, Lankow. Yeah, and you see, when you're a Lankow or when you're a Bocek, you, this series, they were noticed for all the right reasons. You never needed a program to find them. You, you never had to ask, you know, did he play that period? They, that was very, very impressive, I thought. That was, that was a big part of this whole series. And, and, and then, you know what? I mean, not to disparage for one second, o Olin Zellweger, they're wonderful defensemen. Uh, the best maybe in the league uh, on defense. Uh, you know, I thought Alex Cotton in this series matched him point for point. In fact, got more points than, than he did, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, there were so many... Uh, you know, so many parts that had to come together, and they all did come together. Nobody, I mean, you don't win that game without everybody being a part of it. I, I don't know, I can't recall one passenger in this series. But it started back that game one. I did not feel very confident for the Everett Silvertips going into the playoffs. I'm going to tell you why. They lost their last three games, 4-1, 5-1, 4-1. You don't ever want to lose three in a row. I'm not so sure they ever got the momentum back. And when Vancouver put a 5-4 overtime win on them, it was like a boxing match. It was disturbing. There was, there was a whack. And then when they beat them 11-6 in this, in this building here, it was like, oh, my goodness, you know, we can flatten these guys. And then they, just they took their best effort last game in, in Everett, took their, everything that, that they could throw at them. And they were ready for the KO tonight, and Vancouver knock, delivered the knockout punch.
Joining us now, a very happy Coach Dick. It's, I haven't seen you smile in quite some time. <laughs> it was a, a bit of a rough patch to end the season, but man, the playoffs are a different animal, and your guys have shown that tonight. First eight seed to eliminate a one seed. I'm sure you know the history. I got to keep saying it because it is so fantastic. History made here tonight. What was the message to your guys in that locker room pregame? Well, I think there was a lot of talk about about the history, but we really just wanted to focus on on how we were going to get that done, and, and, and less about about the win, uh, more about how how we were going to get on our toes and, and push and try to get them on their heels and create doubts. So. Um, that, that was probably the main message, and, and, I mean, obviously we couldn't have had a better start than what we had tonight. Yeah, with the three goals and the first goal, and all, all by defensemen. But, Coach, I, I mean, it was pretty complete last last game, and obviously when you look at tonight's game on its own, um, the Lankows, the Botcheks, the Seminex, I, I just said this earlier, all being noticed for something that they're doing on the ice. Sure, it's, it's the big line of Stopchik, Lysel, and Hall that were able to do all that damage. But, man, those foot soldiers were important. Oh, I mean, it, you don't get something like this accomplished without, without an entire team. And, uh, you know, we had a line that, that created a lot of offense for us. But, boy, we had a, uh, we had a lot of guys do, do a lot of different things, dirty work, um, you know, whether it be block shots, um, finish checks, uh, you know, at the right times. I mean, uh, you know, two guys that come to mind, obviously Kyle Bocek and, and Colton Lanko. And both, both guys didn't get a tremendous amount of ice time in the regular season and played, played, played a massive role for us, uh, you know, in, 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 in getting this, this series win. I mean, game by game, they, they did a lot of the dirty work. Ty Thorpe in the faceoff circle, outstanding. And, and energy, Justin Lee's physical. Like, you just go up and down the lineup, and then our, our, our entire back end, they, they played so well in front of us. And we're so well in front of Jesper, and then and obviously we got some really, really good goaltending. Now we're talking about the lineup. Let's talk about that goaltending. The Golden Knights have to love what they're seeing from him. Oh, yeah. yeah he, I, I, I don't think people – realize how hard he worked to get back mm -hmm. into the lineup like it wasn't just uh you know a, a time thing it was it was him making it happen um he's a diligent worker and and he's going to be a great pro coach you know injuries are always a part of playoffs and seldom an excuse um i felt from where we watched the game that when you know uh, everett lost some of their top guys uh, their bottom six, we our, the bottom six for Vancouver clearly was stronger point-wise in terms of what they got done on the ice. I thought that might have been one of the differences in the hockey in the whole series. Yeah, and you know those guys have. Uh, I mean, really, I, I don't know if you call them a bottom six. I mean, we had we rolled with eleven forwards and 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 those guys played some some key minutes, especially early in the series when they did have a full lineup. So those guys were having to play against. Um, Hooten and Hofer at times, and had to play against uh, you know Swetlakov or Goot. Like, like they were, I, I guess they were they were seasoned and, and ready when when the challenge came. So, um, I mean that's that's junior hockey though. That's yeah, yeah that's how important your depth is oh. in, in a series like this. Mike, what what might have been? Did you see there's a turning point in the season? Did you see or in the series? Did you see anywhere where hey, kind of? I I don't know if there was a turning point as much as I you know I. I think these guys you give them a lot of credit because we don't have a ton of playoff experience. I don't think any team does right now with, with what's been going on in the last couple of years. But, um, 
you know, just just buying into the fact that it's a seven-game series and not getting too high and not getting too low. I mean, we we won the first game, we lost the next two, and then we found a way to respond in in, in game four, and then that was a huge game in Everett, uh, you know, to, to 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 take that swing game and give us an opportunity to close it out here. So uh, it was just a, sort of a game by game uh, process. Coach, I, I don't know how many people know this, but obviously a, a, a one seed, an eight seed beating a one seed, you made a little bit out of it. But back in 2009, uh, you were a seventh seed with Lethbridge. You played yeah. Saskatoon. They were a two seed. And what was interesting is you went into that series, you won it. You had guys like Boychuk and Sevier and King and Ashton and, you know, Spiza. And it, it, was, it was wonderful. But the year before, you guys had lost in the Western Hockey League final. Now yeah. you come in as a seventh seed and you pull an upset. Your last playoff experience, you lose in the Western Hockey League yeah. final and yeah. you come in as an eighth seed. Yeah. How, do you, how do you compare, if there even any way to compare? Well, there, there are some comparables for sure. I mean, you know, that year, um, you know, we felt we had a better team than where we finished. It was a pretty competitive division, but, uh, you know, we, we found a way to generate some momentum and played really well in that playoff series. And, and, uh, and I think the same thing here. I mean, we weren't happy with our, our regular season and uh, we, we can turn the page in the playoffs. And, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's funny what, you know, belief can do and momentum. And I think we, we rode that. Coach, uh, talking about, were, were there enough uh, signs during the season on home ice? Did you sit here enough times to say, guys, we can't, this, if we play that way, we, we can do something in the playoffs? Well, I, I, think, I, I think our guys knew that. I mean, it, it was just a matter of, of getting traction. And you know, I mentioned that to Steve downstairs. Like, uh, you know, there were so many times, you know, we, we believed, but... Every time we got traction, whether you know, hit injuries or, or suspensions or, or we didn't play the way we wanted to, it was always one step forward, one step back. And, and, and we felt if we could ever get some traction, we could we can make some noise. Coach, next stop, Kamloops. What are the keys to having the same result against the Blazers? Well, we know, we know uh, them so well. I mean, we, see, we, we saw them so many, so many times during the regular season, I don't think they're going to they're gonna change the way they play. I mean, they're, they're, they're a fast transition team. They're as, as good as, as any team in the league as far as transition goes. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, puck management, discipline are going to be really, really important against them in, in the sense that uh, we, we don't want to activate their transition game for them. we got to make it hard on them. And, uh, and we don't want to allow that power play to get some momentum. And, and obviously our power play has got to keep going. We want to, we want to continue driving and, and, and playing on our toes. So um, it'll give us an opportunity to get, uh, get an opportunity to watch some, some video from the, uh, the Spokane series. But I think we're, we're pretty confident we know what we're going to see, but we've got a big challenge ahead of us. You know, yeah, I, I want to go back to tonight a little bit, too. Uh, is that the Alex Cotton that uh, Vancouver hoped to see with that, that kind of play in this series uh, when they acquire him from Lethbridge? Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, he's, you know, everybody talks about how good he is offensively. I think he's a good two-way defenseman. I think he, he has the ability to, to play defense as well, and, and we saw that throughout the series. I mean, obviously, he was, he was pretty important in creating offense, especially game four. I mean, he... He had, a, he had a career game in that game. Uh, but uh, I think he's, he's just a rock-solid guy on both sides of the puck, um, you know, and that's, that certainly was our expectation. And, again, we already touched on him. I want to go back to it once more. Uh, for me, Colton Lanko is just 
just jumped off the page. I think he's such a valuable person on this hockey club. He, he's noticeable for all the right reasons. Uh, he's, he stands up for his guys. He's got a couple goals. And, I mean, it's the kind of guy you can't, you can't keep out of the lineup. You've got to give him a spot, and you've got to go with him. Yeah, he, he plays hard. He's, he's, he's hard to play against. He's physical. He's, uh, you know, he, he just never stops. And, uh, and, and he scores his, his first two goals uh, of the year in, in this series, big goals for us. So uh, that's, what, that's what happens in the playoffs. You know, all of a sudden guys emerge. I mean, I mentioned him and I men- mentioned Kyle Bocek. I mean, both guys, uh, you know, were, were guys that uh, I, I wouldn't say offensively were key contributors, but, uh, but always played the game the right way. And, and now given the opportunity they've got, uh, they've made the most of it and, and they're playing big minutes for us. Uh, how big a lift did those three goals from defensemen all come in that first period? Well, I mean, again, we wanted to get off to a good start. Didn't matter you know, who scored. Didn't matter who scored. It was, it was getting off to a good start and, and getting on our toes and trying to get them on their heels. A bit of a lull in the second period, and you seemed to kind of lose a little bit of the momentum. Did you let them back in at all? Well, we started turning the puck over. Uh-huh. And they're a team that, uh, that feed off of that, and they got their forecheck going and, and hemmed us in. So once we started managing the puck again, we were okay. Last question, Adam Hall. I, I've always felt there's a lot more music in me. He had a good year, don't get me wrong, but I thought he'd be a key in a series like this. If uh, Dan and I were talking about who's the one guy that might be that guy that you say, well, we, we got a little bit more out of this guy than we maybe expected. But, boy, um, his determination, and he fits in on that line beautifully. Could you expect more from him? I, I didn't want to see him die with the music still in him. I'm not sure we could have got more than what we got from him. Yeah. He, was, he was certainly one of the best players for us. What makes series. him good? Well, I think he's he's heavy. Um, you know, he's 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 hard to knock off the puck. He protects the puck well. He's got a great shot, he's got a great release, and, and he's a smart player. Um, and he's reliable on both sides of the puck. He's physical, the block shots. Um, just really confident of having him in every situation. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm tagging myself in here. Caroline has to go and do a voicer for, for City TV, and she's got a long, uh, she's got an early morning tomorrow at, at 3 a.m. to wake up. But um, Not an improvement, though. I think we'd rather have Caroline. Yeah. Have <laughs> Trust me, it's a definite downgrade. I will give you that. Um, Coach, the, the Kamloops Blazers and the rivalry with the Giants, I mean, sure, you're, you're, you're plenty familiar with them, and, and they're the three-time reigning BC Division champs. Um, uh, another tall task and a tall mountain for the Vancouver Giants, but I'm, I, in speaking to the guys down there, and I know that there's, there's no shortage of belief in this Giants team as, as the series now shifts to Kamloops on Friday. Absolutely. We're looking forward to the challenge. We know how good they are. I mean, we've, we see them so many times during the season. Um, they're, they're as good as any team in the league as far as transition goes, and, uh, and they play fast. There's always a threat anytime um, they get an opportunity to activate that transition game and their power play. So we just got to be smart. We got to be physical and, and we got to continue playing the right way. Coach uh, Dennis Williams and you coach in the uh, world junior. What do you guys have to say on the ice? If I may ask. Oh, just uh, congratulate them on a great season and uh, see you soon. Looking, looking forward to, to chatting uh, in the next next couple of days. Was that little chat between you guys back in whatever game that was at the bench? Uh, you know, that, that that might have been a bit of a motivator. I was just suggesting some of the restaurants to go to on their day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it was a timeout that uh, that he took, uh, leading the game by whatever goals he was on a on a power play. I, I don't think the players reacted well to that, and that was good. Well, uh, no comment. Again, no, just, 
just uh, let's talk about it was good. talk about the Vancouver Giants. And, we are. And we're talking about yeah. the motivation. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. It's uh, it's an opportunity uh, again for for us to respond after losing that game, and and I thought we did that in Game Four. Barkley loved it, by the way. Yeah, Coach, it's going to be a busy forty-eight hours for the Giants getting ready for a, a road trip to the interior on uh, on Thursday. So we'll let you get back to the guys. Congratulations on the series victory, and thank you for your time. Thanks. That's the head coach, Michael Dick. The post-game show here on Sportsnet six fifty, and. Um, Bill, let's uh, segue here as we're, we're <laughs> running into the 10 o'clock hour here. The, uh, the Giants tonight uh, with a 6-3 win. Not sure if you and Caroline got to the three stars or not in the game, but we can do that quickly presented by BMO Bank of Montreal. Uh, the third star of the game for the Vancouver Giants. A terrific game, terrific series for Fabian Lysel. Yeah, he's, uh, he drives the offense. He's... Uh... Honestly, I, I don't recall an awful lot of times that Fabian Lysel's breaking into the offensive zone without the puck, and somebody then gives it to him. It's usually he's guy. He's a guy that's got it. That's what the Bruins love so much about him, and so many primary assists. I I won't go through it, but he's got the first assist on a lot of goals. I I thought he was, again, very very good tonight. Uh, well, we, honorable mention, Bochek. Uh, Kyle Bochek, yeah. And, and you know what? I, we put the headset on Kyle Bochek when the game ended. Um, and, you know, here's a player, Bill, who was, was not on the Giants roster until the middle of March when injuries sort of forced him back onto the, the scene, if you will. And all of a sudden now he's on the second line and he's, he came close two or three times in the third period of scoring a goal, uh, a terrific performance for Kyle Bocek. Well, even if he doesn't score, the, the fact that he's never overwhelmed by the pace of the game, it doesn't matter. He's there. He gets to where he's going, and he gets her in a hurry, and he gets her determined. And like we said on the broadcast, you want guys getting to the net and getting to certain spots in an ugly mood. Uh, you want them determined to get something done. He fits perfectly. The future of Bocek and and Semenuk and Lanko and Call, that's wonderful. This is uh, this was a big experience for those guys. Second star, second star, Alex Cotton. Now, uh, and and you want to talk about a great series for him? Twenty-year-olds um, need to lead the way. And and I thought, I thought all three, especially tonight, Bill. I mean, in in as much as this is an Alex Cotton star, I mean, the the argument could be made for Adam Hall. The argument could be made for Connor Horning. But but Cotton statistically most points of any defenseman in the WHL playoffs so far, and I don't look for him to slow down anytime soon. No, he uh, leads the team in shots on goal in this series. Um, he ended his career a regular season with exactly 200 games played. Um, this is a final playoff opportunity for him, uh, Detroit Red Ring draft. You know, the Vancouver Giants have to get the puck to him at the point. He must get a shot on the net, and he's got to get back into the play defensively. Done it, did it, I thought, masterfully this series. Player of the Week in the WHL, and what an encore for Zach Ostopchuk leading the way tonight for the Vancouver Giants. Yeah, Caroline and I went ad nauseum on him. We uh, talked about what he's been, what he's done, how he's improved. We don't have to go there again, but just that's your captain, man. Three stars of the game tonight presented by BMO Bank of Montreal. Third star, Fabian Lysel. Second star, Alex Cotton. First star, Zach Ostopchuk in a 6 
three win for the Vancouver Giants at home tonight in game six. Justin sitting on our save of the game. Let's go with that. It was 2 nothing at the time. Horning had scored. Cotton had scored. Uh, Hammerling and Hofer down the ice on a, on a two-on-one, basically. And, and it, you know, it was a wonderful save that Vikman made. And it uh, again, as I said, Vancouver with a 2 nothing lead. Uh, our save of the game, uh, a good one by Vikman, sounded like this. Kept in by Cadu at the right wing point. It got by him. And now Everett going to pick it up. They've got numbers. Hemmerling down the left side. Across for Hofer. Pad save. Bikeman. Terrific. It's still 2-0. Sliding to his left. His best save of the night so far. The save of the game for the Vancouver Giants to keep it at 2-0. And then, Bill, we segue to the play of the game, which happened in the second period. You mentioned it, a bit of a lull in the second period for the Giants. A 3-1 score, but then in comes the captain and game set match. Yeah, you know, when Alex Cotton's got the puck on his stick, just in, inside his own blue line, and Zach's at the other blue line waving a stick up in the air saying, here, just give me the puck, and he puts it right on his stick, uh, accelerates separates puck even bounced on him if you remember he had to handle it for a second time and then it's kind of sat a little bit flatter and he drills it uh glove side down low uh, right along the ice made it four to one and that sort of restored a lot of the uh confidence i'm sure and settled the ship down his third of the playoffs sounded like this lysel in the corner right wing stays on his feet finding some open ice along the right wing lysel haul on a backhand that's blocked Hemmerling just going to golf it out to center. And now a break pass. Ostopchuk by the D. All alone. Ostopchuk scores! The player of the week in the Western Hockey League is Zach Ostopchuk. And he restores the Giants' three-goal lead. The play of the game for the Giants, the game-winning goal for Zach Ostopchuk. A 6-3 win tonight for the Vancouver Giants at home. They win the series in six games, and now it's off to Kamloops Friday night to kickstart round two against the Blazers. Um, just doing a little look at Twitter right now. Two teams from the BC Division, two teams from the U.S. Division now remaining in the Western Conference standings. Kamloops Vancouver series starts Friday the two home games for this series you can buy your tickets already on VancouverGiants.com uh, slash tickets Tuesday night Thursday night games three and four of that series bill but um, just while we we wrap it up and we'll get a final thought from you and one from Caroline here shortly but just a quick thought from you bill about the Kamloops series before we wrap it up here tonight and let everyone go home well you you can't uh you know, underestimate the value of uh, what happened here in, in six games. Uh, this is playoff experience that most of these guys have never had. Um, another thing is, you know, they've played well enough against Kamloops during the season. You saw games in Kamloops. We see, saw games in that building where Vancouver can be very, very difficult to play against. I think what Vancouver started here, uh, I've said all season, at home ice, Caroline and I, all three of us, we talked about wasn't really home ice advantage to this Vancouver Giant team. They never, it, it was almost like they tried too hard. They, I'm not confident. I don't want to say they try to be fancy. That's the old cliche. No, that wasn't the case. It was just that they didn't feel often comfortable that this was a building that the fans supported them. But what happened here in the last couple nights, 
uh, I think is going to be a big, a big factor. Regardless of what happens Saturday, Friday, Saturday in Kamloops, you come back to this building. Is it Tuesday, Wednesday? Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. You're going to have a pretty big home ice advantage. And I don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, the first series of a playoff is always what's called the hump series. You get over that hump and you can start rolling. And this is what happened here tonight. And you never know once a team gets on a roll. Caroline, you need to go to bed, my friend. So I <laughs> like I'm going to sleep tonight. Are you kidding me? The uh, the the 5:30 a.m. sportscast beckons, my friend. The um, 3:15 a.m. wake up call, but Beck- that's okay. That's why that's why caffeine was invented. I have three different caffeine machines. It's dinner time now. <laughs> There's dinner over there for you. Um, um Caroline, just a, a thought <laughs> from you about tonight. A thought from you about the series so far, and just a, a thought from you about Kamloops lying ahead on Friday. You know we. We always say the phrase, good team effort, good team effort, but it really was. Six different goal scorers tonight. Um, there, were no, there were no passengers. Bill, you and I were talking about that. No passengers tonight. And it, it just, it looked like, it, 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 I don't want to say a team of destiny, but they, they worked their behinds off. They, I mean, yeah, there was a little lull in the second period, but at no, at no point did I ever get the feeling that this game was out of reach. I like that. I think I would agree with that. I think never really did the confidence of the Giants appear to waver for any prolonged stretch of time. And, and that, we, we talked about that in the pregame about, you know, playing so much of this series with no pressure. And then how would they respond with the actual pressure on them? Um, I think they passed that test with flying colors. Great job tonight, Carol. Ton of pushback from this Giants team. You'll love to see it. Bill, final word goes to you. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a tough road to hoe, uh, but they got the start. When you play the number one seed, now you're playing, what, the number two seed? And uh, the winner of the Kamloops-Vancouver series obviously plays Portland and, or, uh, or Seattle, and that's a battle. Uh, this might be the toughest road to the WHL final that I've seen in a long time. Uh, they're going to be a massive underdogs all the way through, but they bought in, Okay. When when you see what's happened here and, and, and what your game plan is, uh, and you execute it, and you see it's 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 effective, it works. Uh, boy, you start, you know, eating what the guys drinking the Kool Aid that your coaching staff has given you, and who knows? I mean, the talent. This is a talented team when they're all on the same page. Carolyn, like you said, you can't have any passengers right through the line. And I like what Michael Dick said. They don't even look at it as bottom six, but obviously your lines two, three, and four uh, have to be a factor. So I look forward to the Friday night game in uh, in Kamloops. And we'll have that for you here on Sportsnet 650. A big thanks to all the help on the broadcast tonight. Great stuff from Bill Wilms, from Caroline Frolic, Justin Morissette. Wonderful work back home. To each and every one of you who made the Giants and the WHL a part of your Monday night you weren't disappointed. One a night, a historic night for the Vancouver Giants as they get a 6-3 win in Game 6, and they are off to Round 2 of the WHL playoffs. I'm Dan O'Connor. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you from Kamloops on Friday. This has been a presentation of White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650.